Man, fuck your consoles. <laughs> How does it feel to be back in the console world of fucking video my gaming? That's what I want to know. percent more scrub. Oh my god. This is how um, you look. This is how you look at gifts these days. That's right. This is how gifts somebody says give dollars. gives you golden chalices. Golden chalices of games and you go, "Man, I guess I'll join the lower tier of gamers again." You know what? It's been okay. The games have been good, but I will say this. I will say this. Fuck. Who the fuck thought? Oh, man. Let me just make it to where they have to load the entire fucking game onto the console. Yeah. And then yeah. require you to have the disc to play it. So, for the audience, for the... For the audience, what we're talking about here is uh, the PlayStation 4 has this handy-dandy, nifty, space-age setup where when you buy a brand-new game and you get home and you pop the bitch in, I hope you're ready to play tomorrow because you got to download the game to your fucking hard drive for some weird reason. And then, or beforehand, either way, you got to update the game. Yeah, that's not even it because I bought the fucking PlayStation. So there's a two-hour fucking update. Get done. No, you know what? Chris has been talking about Red Dead. Let me, let me fucking try it. Just before I get into this other game, let me just pop onto this for five fucking minutes. Download started. <laughs> Estimated time of completion, two hours. Well, this is, fuck it. I might as well just keep going then. This is new age problems that I would have never thought 16-year-old me was worried about. If I went and bought a fucking Super Nintendo game and brought it home, I popped it in, I fucking played it. This day, it's like, well... Imagine your dad standing there being like... The clock has started. You have exactly 114 minutes before you can begin. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it is quite ridiculous. I mean, uh, one of the guys I work with, Steve, Steve just brought the, the new WWE game, and since he doesn't have the Xbox One, brought it over to my house, popped it in, and had to download everything. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's, it's... So, I have to wait an hour and a half in order for it to get everything offline i was like it's it's the cd i have the cd yeah. in my hand <laughs> yeah. and i put it in the console i should be able to pop, play the game can't do it anymore. chris educate me can't we yeah. is it is it required that these consoles download the stuff isn't there a workaround i'm not sure i, thought, I know that it didn't used to be that way yeah i it's feel like it started all of a sudden <laughs> i He's right, I'm gonna tell you right now, this is not this will not be the fucking console bash episode. I know some of the shit on your list for tonight's topic. You will not bash consoles today. Yeah, no, consoles aren't bad. I'm just saying it's like You hear that? Say that again, Brian. It is kind of bullshit that Oh no, 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 guys. That's right. That's right. I got it. I brought in some artillery today. But I do think it is bullshit that um I have this home entertainment system, and I buy a game, and now I pop it in. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to play two hours from now. Uh, 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 you didn't download the magic patch. No, uh, that's uh, not uh, even uh. it. That's not even it. The fact is, is I was like, oh, okay, I don't have enough time to play this other game that I'll get to later. Mm-hmm. Let me just play this for the next 30 minutes before I go to bed. Are you? Oh, you got to put the fucking disc in. Oh, Fuck you. Well, hold on, I hold on. I the whole damn thing. Oh, yeah, okay. If you're downloading the game off the disc, the disc has to remain in there. But if you were to download an update of the game or a patch or whatever, you could do that separately. So it's I just have to, the fact that I have to get up off my ass and switch the discs after download. I know. Okay. But it's a one and done deal. Once That's why I just done. buy everything digitally now. I don't even bother. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, it's, yeah. It's, 
it's almost worth it to just buy it digitally. I mean, it, it's the same thing. The only reason I'm, I'm you know, kind of wary about that is simply for the fact of um, somebody hacks my shit. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, there's been targets got hit, and there's been numerous other companies. Bro, hacked. Sony doesn't get hacked. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> we all laughed about that. Well, was that topical from years ago? I'm on I'm, I'm it. Newsflash, Sony got fucking hacked. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the end of time. I'm Michael. I'm Chris. I'm Adam. And I am now Brian. Holy shit. What kind of, what is this horse shit? We got a fourth guest today? How do we have that? We're sitting in one room. We are. Holy shit. And you are correct. Rock, my bad. Stay, I stand corrected as the best friend that don't that gave you that name. This is not Brian. This is Rock, as in Rock, Rock Howard. Howard from the King of Fighters. Uh, yeah, audience, this is a fucking momentous, uh, a mom- monumental day right here because we have four people and all of us. Yes, that's in right, including Chris, who lives in Spain. I guess <laughs> is here in the house recording. Adam, we haven't been in the same house recording in a long time, yep, and me and while. me and Chris haven't been at all. And R- Rock's a fucking guest. It's fucking Christmas, actually. No, it's, it's fucking the no, day after Thanksgiving. Just after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving just Black happened. Friday. It's what. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Is everybody buying their new consoles and TVs at yeah. 80% off? So let's run into this story. Uh, and I did, I already told Chris, he kind of knows some, but you also put on Discord that you something about P5, so he picked up on the hint. So I didn't I didn't spoil oh, yeah. it. Okay. So for those in the audience that don't know, uh Adam's been behind the power curve on the console world for a long time, and to his to his credits, because consoles are bad. Because they are. No, they're not. <laughs> so, Chris and I both have been hounding his ass for for months, if not years, now about dude. The PlayStation Four is a hot fucking button system. There are must plays. There are console sellers. Oh, Mega Man just opened the door and said, that's right. That's right. There are console selling games on this thing. You need to get on this. You need to stop putting this shit off to the side and playing it like it's just ho-hum. You need to get a PlayStation 4. Well, yada, yada, this and that. So I pulled the fucking friend card on him. I said, man, we have known each other for over nine years. I'm pulling this fucking card. He's like, what card are you going to pull on me about video games? I said, man, you need to buy one. I have two copies of P5 myself. I can give you that. That's one. That is a... Chris, am I wrong? That is a console yep. seller. Persona 5, you buy that, you're fucking done with life. There's also God of War. There's also Bloodborne. And there's just... I even threw in uh, The Last of Us Remastered just, yep. for the, just for the hell of it. All stellar games. All awesome games. So we called ahead of time. Uh, he said, if you bring P5 to work, I will. we will go after work to GameStop and I will buy a PlayStation 4. I said, thank fucking God. And then you didn't fucking do it. Fucking <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. So, so we called GameStop. Now this is this is another reason why I love Amazon and why I love buying shit online because we called the GameStop and said, "Hey, we heard some rumors that you guys had a sale going on right now for a Spider-Man 2018 PlayStation 4 bundle, one terabyte hard drive space. I believe the PlayStation 4 itself was a custom Spider-Man one, and you get the fucking game in it for." awesome deal because a PlayStation 4 by itself is already $300 so fuck 
fuck yeah. Thank you, GameStop, for having a sale. He said, yeah, you heard right. We'll have them. Cool. When are they available? Well, they're available. Uh, I, you know what? I don't, I don't want to say that because I don't think I asked him that. But he made it sound like they're gonna, they're, they're available. So the next day, I bring Persona Five in its nope. entirety. <laughs> I did. <laughs> now I realized that I had my copy of Persona Five still in my PlayStation Four Pro, and I brought the case. And uh, yeah, I immediately noticed this di- discrepancy. I thought he was hiding it. I thought he was fucking with me because I left. I left the game on the table and, and walked outside. And he comes outside. And he's like, "Was your plan to not bring the game?" He's like, "I'm telling you, the the case is in there, and there's no game." I was like, "There's no game in there because you went in there and took it. And you hit it." He goes, "You think I do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah uh, I damn. do." Yeah, probably. So damn. yeah, it was on me. I forgot the game is yada yada yada. So anyway, we get the game stopped. And I'm like, dude, you're about to fucking live it up. You're going to get a PlayStation 4 for 200 fucking dollars and you get a game with it. And then I'm giving you a game for free. Your life is great. We get there and they were like, he was like, I'd like a PlayStation 4 Spider-Man bottle $200. They were like, huh? Fuck you. They said that to his face and that's when at they GameStop. Got slapped. I got hauled out of GameStop. <laughs> the security was called. It was bad. Dude. And they said, no, no, no. We do have that. But that is specifically a Black Friday deal. So you have to come back during the Black Friday sale. And we got six of them. Yeah. And he was like, oh, by the way, spoiler alert. You're probably not going to want to do it anyway because there's only six. And I don't think you're going to be one of those sweaty, smelly, nerdy people that sit in line and get your one. So he was like, let me... Let me go talk to him. Let me go talk to my buddy about this. He's like, dude, what, what's the difference between a PlayStation 4 and this? And I told him the difference. He goes, you know what? If I'm going to drop money, I'm just going to get a fucking PS4 Pro. If I'm going to drop that kind of money, I might as well drop a little extra and get the top of the line and be done with it. So this son of a bitch walks out of GameStop with a PS4 Pro, which he has now. But what he doesn't see, I, did you not realize what I was doing? No. Okay, so the audience can't see this, but the guys on the couch can. He's... I'm at a register. He's standing right here to my left shoulder, right behind me, just looking around like, wow, I've never been at a GameStop before. This place is awesome. I've got, what the fuck? I've got, I've got 2018 God of War, Bloodborne, Persona 5, and The Last of Us Remastered, brawl brand new copies. They weren't even, they were new copies, but the guy was, was bargaining with me because it was on sale. I could get them cheaper for used. It was supposed to be like, hey man, buy these games real quick and let me get out of here in two minutes. Seven minutes later, I'm still dealing with this guy with Adam sitting right behind me and I buy the games and, and then I just hand them to Adam and he's like what the fuck is this I'm like what do you mean you didn't see me just buy yeah. all this shit for one for one I wasn't behind you I was behind you right when you got done oh, I walked up I was looking at the you were right there looking at the dude looking at the games was, looking yeah, at me looking, like I don't I know was, what you're doing right now transfixed by this they, he, the dude <laughs> kept saying the titles of the games like so this God of War right and I'm like Adam knows I have this game so so you were an 18 year old boy in a porn store being like dude go ahead and get this real quick man. Oh, <laughs> yep yeah, that's what I was daddy long dick oh yeah, yeah. yeah. so Adam has now joined the world that Chris and I know of, the PlayStation 4 world, and he has four awesome fucking games to play at your own leisure and your own time. And I'm sure we'll get to some of that when your week pops around. But yeah, that was a that was a pretty fun that I'm telling you that was happy for me for many reasons. One, you're my podcast partner. So now we can talk to you about it and not be like, well, we don't want to tell you about this really cool thing that happened in God of War. But second, like we've both been telling you, any one of those games 
maybe The Last of Us Remastered. I'll, I could shave a point or two off for that one as a must play, but Bloodborne, God of fucking War, Persona 5, yeah, you're in it now. You you have you 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 got the cream of the crop for that system. So well, uh, it's good to it's good to buy the if you're gonna buy a console and drop fucking money, you might as well just buy like right at the end of the console's life mm-hmm. and just you know go ahead and get all the exclusives. Mm-hmm. This is topical, too, since uh, a lot of big news right now is the fucking PlayStation 5 shit's going around. But from what I've heard, uh, I was uh, right before y'all got here, I was listening to the Easy Allies podcast, and they were talking about, look, some of these companies don't even have dev kits for this shit yet. So don't... The, 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 the name PlayStation 5 went out there, but don't expect too much from now seeing seven PlayStation 5 demo games. Speaking of seven... Mm-hmm. That is actually the biggest clue towards the PlayStation 5. Oh, do you think so? Yep. And here's the thing. All right. Imagine. They said Final Fantasy VII Remake was going to come out episodically. Yeah, they did. Okay. For one, Square has a history of jumping fucking console generations when they're in the middle of making a Final Fantasy. They did it with uh, yeah, they Final did it. Fantasy VII was supposed to be on the PlayStation. Or not on the PlayStation. It was Super supposed to be on the yeah, 64. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be a Super Nintendo game. Final Fantasy IV, which is two in the U.S., mm-hmm. is, uh, was supposed to be on the NES. Hmm. It jumped to Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. They typically jump one generation anyway, but that's not the biggest thing. The biggest thing is this thing is going to be released episodically. Yeah. Do you really think they're going to release one on the PS4 and or just keep going with the PS4 when the PS5's out? See that, or do you think they're going to wait for PS5, drop it then, and hit all the episodes? Chris, and I'm I'm going I'm to ask you this. Yeah. Think, because he hasn't seen this yet, and again, he doesn't know how good he has it with the fucking PS4 Pro version of that game, but think of God of War. Remember how yeah. we went through God of War, and we, we every five minutes we stopped playing the game and looked the fuck around and went, my God, the level of detail and graphical beauty this game can point out. Yep. Do you Would you honestly care if, if, if the 7 remake was on the PlayStation 4? No. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't care either. The only, the only issue with it is... If it's the first episode comes out on four and the second comes out on five. Do we even know they're still doing the episodic thing? I thought they backed off that. Well, I mean, I think it's just, <clears throat> to me, it's why why do it in episodes? Yeah, that's stupid. Well, I mean, it's just dumb. I mean, the first, the first, you said seven, right? Yeah. Okay, so it all, yeah, you came in, what, your four disc, comp, three disc. Uh, oh, bring it back a correction from yesterday. Yeah. But I mean, so why do it in episodes? If I That's remember, if I remember Square Enix talking about this, and we'd actually have to look this up because I don't know if they actually made this quote, but I think the reason, their reasoning behind it was that this game is so fucking big that we are nowhere near close to being even a third of the way through, but we may have close to a third through. So if we can develop it chunks at a time, we'll give you chunks. Okay. Here's one thing. I think here's one thing. Let me jump in real quick. The, uh, if they do it episodically, which I agree is total shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I want you to look at the way they released 15. Okay, they did 15 episodically, quotation marks. Yeah. Okay, they said, okay, here's the content, and then here's more content, and then here's more content, and then here's more content. And they just kept expanding on the world and expanding on the characters. If they do it that way, I don't think it'll be a problem. Yeah, but what would they add? Because with 15, the base game was the game. 
I mean, what would you add? Oh, you can't, you don't get Vincent's story or Yuffie's story until episodes two or three. That that is a a very solid point. I'm They're going to be DLC. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, you'd have the extra characters as you actually play as if you did specific missions. Now you have to wait for them to be downloaded content. <clears throat> Golden Saucer coming soon in episode yeah. six. Oh, what I could see, and what me and Mike talked about this is you could possibly do just Midgar for episode one, and imagine them not giving you the Midgar you remember, but allowing you to go to sector one, two, three, four, five, and walk around on top of the plates and visit all the re- to see what the fuck's being destroyed. Let me let me paint this picture for you. Let's say take, take all all of us. Take your mind out of us that have played seven and know seven have enjoyed it. Imagine somebody that has has us that have played it on their shoulders, going, "This is seven. This is a big fucking deal. You're gonna want to play this game." They go, "Okay, I'll play seven. and they get in a one one part of it, the first section, and they're in Midgar. Now, assume that they have put budget in, and I guess this would be, again, I hate to just use Chris's analogy here, but imagine they flesh out Midgar enough to be as large as, say, half of, like, God of War. They put that level of scale, scope, and detail, and they're like, wow, there is a lot of shit to this town. And then you beat Midgar, um, big quotes, you beat, and then you leave, and they go, oh, by the way, bitch, this is one city of the world and the rest of the world is fleshed out so them having that moment i think would be awesome but that's giving them credit for taking a game and splitting it up into three when i'm the gamer that just says take your fucking time well it'll be 2026 before the game comes out then it's 2026 we've already waited this long long. (laughs) it's yeah to me though i mean it is like i mean how i game it's, I don't want to wait that long. I mean, I do love discovery and getting immersed in the game. But then again, there is still the point of there's almost too much for yeah. me to go ahead and explore. I would think, okay, um, do give me somewhat of a limit. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get, I mean, you want to go ahead and make it three episodes or whatever. The first one was Midgar. All right, that's fine. You want to. But I just think, honestly, if you just finish the game whole, bigger, better, polished, and just give me the game, Mm -hmm. I'll buy that. Mm -hmm. You give me the game in episodes, I'm almost like, screw it. Yeah, I I don't watch TV. It's just too much. I I can't sit there and dedicate you know, 80 hours, 60, 80 hours on this episode and then another one on this one and another one on this one. Not to mention, we know enough about how games work, how the cycle works, the time it takes to make these games. So if you're telling me that you released episode one in in January of 2021, but for magical reasons, you're making part two not come out till the beginning of 2023. So did you purposely make the game take that long or were you actually working on the game that long? One part of the thing is that once they make that first episode, the tools all the character models Mm -hmm. all that shit's been built. Yep, you have no excuse except for polish. It cuts their time significantly to make the next episode. Do we think that they're in a mad dash to make this game happen? Do we think they're obviously not. Not at all. I'll say one thing. Um, Over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend um I leave my TV on whenever I go to sleep. 
Sci-Fi Channel had the Harry Potter marathon on. Mm -hmm. I saw Daniel Radcliffe go from, you know... What, nine eight, years old nine to twenty seven years old. Years old, uh, 10 years old. Years old 20. I was like, he's wearing oh, okay, Chris is wearing a muggle t shirt, mm-hmm. which brings me to this. Um so I can instead segue. of doing a uh, Lord of the Rings where they filmed all of it at once and just released every year, mm-hmm. they decided to film one at a time. So you're telling me I went from ten year old Harry Potter to damn near 30 mm-hmm. and it's what I'm afraid of if they do that episodically is okay you do have Adam said you have all the character models and everything like that but I mean as the consoles get better and better so you're trying to do more and more polish as they come up mm-hmm. so that's why I say give me the whole game yeah all at once and that's what everybody's saying and just don't don't even bother with that I, I'm I have enough thought in my mind to make rational sense of the episodic release but if you're asking me the gamer that's going to be dropping the fucking money for this this whole project and going to be a gamer that's going to be bolstering this like guys can't wait this remake's going to be great you watch you watch you watch games going to be great then if you're coming to me the money man and saying what do you want us to do take your fucking time and again when they try to pull okay just you don't understand how game. Uh, I mean, I understand that it's going to take you a while to put all the mind, the time, the money, the effort, the the polish, the rework, the oh shit, the system didn't work. Scrap it. I get all that. Twenty twenty eight does not bother me when you're making a fucking Final Fantasy seven remake remaster. And I agree. With Do that. it. I agree with that completely. But I want you to think, like, it would be really easy to break the game up into three parts. Mm-hmm. You'd have the midgear section. Mm-hmm. Then you'd have the section that goes from the end of mid, the getting out of Midgar to the uh, city of the ancient, <clears throat> city of the ancients, mm-hmm. and then all of this two and three mm-hmm. for PlayStation do it. would be yeah, I the agree. third episode. Mm-hmm. So then, do you make the the bosses Emerald and Ruby? Do you make them pay DLC? Oh, oh no! Make them a DLC or that wasn't the bad one. What was the thing that you said? Oh no, no, no! Uh, Last last episode, I mentioned you. uh, You said, "Well, should they be able to change costumes and shit like that?" And I said, "Oh hell no!" And the reason is. There's going to be a paid DLC for a Tifa bunny suit. I swear to God. No, <laughs> that wasn't it. That wasn't it. It was it was press X to something or a cut cut scenes and something. Or are we talking about another oh, game? Pre, uh, being able to do a quick time event to like save Aerith or something. Oh, oh yeah. Yo! You pay, you That's still burns me alive. Yeah, like, press X. It's like, you People like, do carry- listen to this, Adam, and somebody in Square just threw their heads up. Guys, I've got it. I've got it. Quick time events to save Aris. <laughs> yep. I'm coming for happen. you, son of a bitch. It's going to happen. And I'm going to lock my door when I see it. <laughs> In any event, Final Fantasy VII Remake is supposedly still underway. It's very topical for, for uh, Rock, as I know he's played it before. He can talk about it. But uh, we got a lot to go over tonight, boys. We got a lot. There's four of us here to talk about weeks. And uh, I think as customary on the end of time cast, we'll let Rock go first. Uh, and Rock, you have a very special occasion on your shoulders because we always have to go through Chris and Adam and myself talking about what we played the past week. And even then, believe it or not, we cram a lot of shit into it because Chris will play 12 games. Adam will play a couple games. I'll pay 11. You, 
what have you what is your gaming history man where did you come from in the gaming world what was your gaming like before you came on this podcast and, uh, well i mean um I started out, uh, my family lived on an Air Force base, and I got my first actual console was a Sega Genesis. Mm -hmm. And of course, when back in the day... <laughs> Chris is shaking actually, his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. actually got a video game with your console. Mm -hmm. um, they're, and, they're bringing that back. Yeah. Slowly. It, well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, um, it was all, well, it was also very to the, to the console itself. I mean, Nintendo would have a Mario game. Sega yeah. would have a Sonic game. Now it's yeah. just like, oh, well, you can get a Red Dead Redemption 2 bundle or a Spider-Man bundle yeah, you or can, a you can download fucking Sonic Fortnite you iPhone. For yeah. I'm talking about like, man, I, I spent money on my, well, not I, my parents spent money on this game mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, or this console. I should get a game with it. And uh, the first Sonic game was on there and mm -hmm. I fell in love with it. I played it over and over and over again mm -hmm. and uh, begged my parents to get me more video games and never really happened. Uh, yeah, I got like terrible games that were like on sale i remember i don't remember the actual name of it but it was tasmania i think yeah um where you played as taz the tasmanian devil uh -huh. and uh, i promise mars you, or something like that, that yeah thing was okay you know the first three levels were all right and then became insanely impossible my brother i remember actually me and him tag team to beat it but it was just so dumb. But I do remember um, having uh, shit. <laughs> I remember no. having shit. Welcome to the podcast. Mortal Kombat. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. uh, Mortal Kombat because I had a Sega Genesis and none of my friends did. They all had Super Nintendos and I didn't have to, I didn't have to put in the code for the blood. Mm -hmm. And all the kids on base when coming to my house because they were like, dude, man, it's so cool. I was like, all right, yeah, cool. But um, uh, you, you realize only have like one controller, right? And they were like, what? So we, <laughs> we mowed grass and bought a second controller as a community controller. Mm -hmm. Yes, you just pulled this thing up. How terrible does that look? I mean, you gotta. That's you, there's a lot to take into play when you bring up a game from the old days, man. You got to take it yeah. the time it was released. Yeah, and, I get it, but I mean, it was. You don't realize. I mean, it was nice and easy, buddy. I had to play Zool for the Super Nintendo because I have nothing else to play. I understand the. I understand getting down in there and you know doing. You understand whatever. getting down in there? Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. I know. I was the fucking vagabond in my school of being like, hey, man, no, no, that's a bad one. Let me use a more accurate one. I was a fucking crack fiend in high, in school. I'd be like, hey, man, I heard you talking the other day. I heard you had like a Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, I do. Man, got for that Nintendo, man. Come on. Uh, I've got like punch out, dude. I'm going to borrow that shit, man. I'm going to borrow that, man. I'll let you borrow like Duck Hunt and Mario as a combo. It's You're one of those kids bringing fucking games to school and yes like sneaking them out of your backpack yes and your friends. i no joke dude i had a fucking system and and bringing games to one person no. and trading them to another and borrowing to another no. one it got bad i had other friends i mean that had the super <clears throat> nintendo and i got to play you know super mario brother and you know super mario world mm -hmm. and i was like 
damn, I want to support my system. And you and me have gone back on this. I'm like, Sega Genesis, man, 16-bit processing. Oh, man. You're digging up up old wounds now. Last processing. It was like, okay, well, you guys still were missing, like, what, what, like, one or two colors? Y'all didn't have. Yeah, y'all didn't have. (laughs) Come swinging. Whoa. It was that whole concept. I was like, I was so mad because, honestly, Nintendo did have more... Uh, games, well, yeah. games, yeah. soul. Games. They, 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 just, they just had more games. They I'll had. even, I'll even let Chris do the hard work for you. Okay. I will name off some Super Nintendo franchises for you. Yeah, I, and Sega does not. Mario, Donkey Kong, Star Fox, Mario RPG, Final Fantasy VI. The list goes on. Chris, Les- name Legend me of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Yeah, yeah I, was gonna say, I was gonna sneak that one in as a dagger yes. when he threw out Vector Man. It's like. Shing! There are so many franchises that still exist today, but I mean, okay, Sega does have the Sonic, but have you seen Sonic games lately? Yes. Yes. How <laughs> terrible are they? And I know. I swear to God, I want to go Sega all the way, all the way USA, baby. Yeah, go ahead. And I look at it, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Well, Sonic the Hedgehog is a werewolf? This, what? Whoa, that's Sonic. <laughs> I think Sonic Unleashed is close to a decade old by now, maybe. Yeah, I know. I'm I just think. saying. I was like, that's a... What person in that boardroom was like... Okay, this This is where I'll give you the credit that Sega deserves. And I mean, it, it really didn't even Sega, because I think Sonic... The Sonic Mania, was that... That wasn't a Sega... That was a Sega property, but that wasn't made by Sega. I think that was yeah. a fan game that got licensed. Anyway, Sonic Mania is a perfect example. It's a it's a 2D old school Sonic game where they said, hey, all that 3D shit that y'all were doing and the werewolves and Shadow waving a gun around and, and the cart racing, oh get rid of all that. Go back to Sonic 1, 2, and 3 and Knuckles and look at the gameplay. Look what they did in those games to make Sonic fun. Whether or not it was perfect is irrelevant. We want to capture that. And they made Sonic Mania. And Chris can attest to this. Adam, did you play Sonic Mania? Fuck no. Oh, you're a son of a bitch then. But yes, (laughs) that is a game that captured. But what I'm getting at is, is it had a time and that time's gone. And it takes other people to come in and go, hey, let's roll this back to what made it fun. But I mean, even if you roll it back nowadays, games are so immersed that, I mean, uh, like a 2D side scrollers almost it's all like nostalgia it's like okay um give your wife a kiss you better give your wife a kiss thank you (laughs) it's almost nostalgia you don't get as much out of it nowadays even me even me if i go back and i play the sonic you know after like you know stage three i'm just like god um at, at stage one, you know, the, the hill zone and everything, I'm like, fuck yeah, man, I remember doing all this. By stage three, I'm like, God, this is the same old bullshit. Well, that, this is, this is where Sonic, and I'm, I'm saying this through closed eyes, this is where Sonic <laughs> shines in a way. It had its turn to go 3D and, and super adventure. It hasn't really had an RPG yet. It hasn't had a real time strategy yet. It, to tell you the truth, it probably has. But, <laughs> It's. I don't think it's just Sonic. It's. It's. It has to be the people that produce this shit. 
you know, because when I look at Sonic Mania, they said, we're not doing any of that shit. We're not acting like that. We're going to take yeah. Sonic back to the 2D side scrolling, running and jumping. And this is where he lives. This is where he belongs. That's yeah. all I need from Sonic. You come to me and say, hey, I've got a fucking Sonic real time strategy. I don't need that. I don't think Sonic needs that. Sonic no. RPG. Sonic Mania is published by Sega, but the developers are listed as Pagoda West Games mm-hmm. and Head Cannon. Yeah. Somebody needs to make a mod for Super Mario RPG. The it, soup, the super, the Sonic RPG? Yeah, oh, Sonic R- Sonic R- uh, oh, in any yeah. event, we're getting way sidetracked. So <laughs> you had a Genesis back in the day. You like Sonic games? Take us through more of your gaming life, man. Oh, uh, man. Uh... After that, um, big long gap. <clears throat> My brother bought a PlayStation. I bought a. Uh, I used to play a bunch of PlayStation games on there. Um, Silent Hill, Resident Evil, mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. Silent Hill. So, still uh, so Adam, I see you over there making a face when he said Resident Evil. Are you just? Well, <clears throat> no, I'm just saying. I mean, it was like don't Silent, reach for that mic. Silent Hill. No, Silent Hill was seriously at the time one of the ones that got me. It was like. You didn't have... I mean, I played Resident Evil first, okay? Resident Evil kind of gave you ammo. Mm-hmm. Silent Hill didn't really give a shit. Yeah. Didn't fucking give you nothing. You yeah. hit people with the big-ass board in Silent Hill. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got all the ammo you need. Yeah. That's all you needed. Yeah. It was a big-ass board. No, I fucking... Man, I remember running, and I used to play it with the lights off. Oh, man. Which made it awesome eerily, and mm-hmm. I was really like... I tried to go to sleep, and I'm like, oh... Chris, how many Silent Hills have you went through in your life? None. Wow. I did not you know that. Any Silent Hills? Nope. Wow. Really? I, I've never been a big, you know, horror, scary game person. Um, yeah. I played Resident Evil 1 and 2, um, and I tried one of the later ones, but it, yeah. Yeah. The control style. The, the the thing is with hot, with uh, horror games today, if we're if we're just putting Silent Silent Hill in perspective, there are so so many games that just blow Silent Hill out of the water as far as creepy factor, scary factor, will jump scares, all that. P- PT would like a word with you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. PT would be a big one. I mean, but at the time. Yeah, at the time. At the time, all you had was, okay, um, you have a pistol. These are the things you need to kill. Mm -hmm. um, But you need to run around and solve puzzles. So, that was pretty much it. I mean, uh, Resident Evil was like a staple. Okay, I can solve a puzzle, but I still have enough ammo. Ammo is kind of scarce. I do still have some health I can find all over the place. Silent Hill, for me, was at a time, the first time I played with it. Giddy, giddy. Uh, the first time I played it and nice. was like, I had like nine bullets running through the game. I, I, no maps, no nothing. There was no Google. So around. Silent Hill put a real emphasis yeah, on the survival aspect. Is that what you look for, Adam, when you hear? I remember, you, I remember you having a, you mean you had a big discussion about survival horror in general and how that word, that term's misused. Let me, let me take you back to. 19, Reality. Oh, there goes gravity. And I was playing Resident Evil, the very, very first one. Okay. okay. All right. I did not mind Resident Evil, the first one, because it was a very revolutionary game, had a lot of cool stuff in it, a lot of stuff had never been seen before. Mm-hmm. Okay. One aspect of it that I 
grew to intensely dislike was the the puzzle solving aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it kind of drugged me out of the it, it got in the way of my oh shit you know there's a zombie oh shit there's a dog you know oh man look at all this cool stuff that's going on you know that kind of stuff just that was what drew me into Resident Evil mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but what did it kill the game no what killed Resident Evil for me was the fact that Resident Evil 2 decided to take that same complete and utter like emphasis on reality it went from being like okay well now we're in a now we're in the middle of the town okay yeah we're in, we're in the middle of the town this would it didn't it's no longer a set up scenario where you're in this mansion where they had all these reasons to have everything key coded and mm-hmm. not allow certain scientists any yeah. farther. Okay. 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 Now you're in the middle of the fucking police department. Okay. The place where citizens go every day and cops of random, I mean, fucking Leon Kennedy, where did he get recruited from? Not fucking umbrella Inc. Okay, not all these fucking cops were in on this shit. They mm-hmm. must have thought it was pretty goddamn weird that you had to fucking push a statue over to get into the next room. Okay, that's what broke, it just broke all the fucking immersion for me. Just all of it. It was just like, yep, nope, this is how this series is going to be. This is what it wants to be. And I was like, ah. Uh, I do, uh, I do feel your, your hatred for that. But I mean, at the same time, um, I think they were like, okay, let we need to put in puzzles. They need to be moving progressively through this game. Yeah. It can't be the same stuff, okay? So it's got to be find this key, find this ruby, you know, yeah, move this stupid statue, push this statue off the second second story onto the first. Or some I, f- kind of I feel like survival itself is a genre and they saw what survival could be and said, okay, but if that's going to rake in a thousand people, how do we rake in 10,000? Put something else gaming in there. Well, what else can we put I, in I'm here? You, you can I, work in puzzles, I guess. I'm telling you that one, I would be better off if it was, okay, you need to search this location to find this crowbar to yank this board off this window so you can go further. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Something more based in fucking reality. Okay. Or if it was supernatural, okay, then to have some kind of like, like, uh, you know how- You need to find this EMF detector in order to find where the ghost is hiding at in this corner. That's right. You need a PKE meter. Mm. Okay. A proton pack. But no, I'm 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 just saying like if they had something supernatural, it's like okay, well then uh maybe there's uh you know this ancient Mayan dagger that you need to pull out of this corpse and go shove it up the monkey's butt or whatever you have to fucking do to to you know unlock the door. That that at least is it's supernatural, so it's not gonna fucking make sense. Mm-hmm. But when it's well, this is all reality. I built this thing to be just like this, and nobody ever asked any questions. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what our discussion boiled down to is that the game itself tries to play, though arcadey, and I'm using big quotes with that word. Okay, as arcadey as Resident Evil tries to be, they try to make it realistic. Oh shit, Leon's in this hole. He just, he's brand new. He's here. What's going on? You got to get out and survive. They took that and said, oh, by the way, here's all this other stuff that's not doesn't really make a lot of yeah, sense. And, and I get it. One of the thing is, if you're gonna have this ultra unrealistic fucking scenario with the with the you know I'm gonna push the statue over and that's the only way to unlock the bathroom 
Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the only way to get, you know, if you want to take a shit, you've got to fucking find the bathroom key, which is six floors down and bring that up to unlock the desk, which, you know, then you can push over and fucking get into the goddamn bathroom. Stall. You must have hated the end of Metal Gear Solid then. Oh, man. <laughs> the end of Metal Gear Solid, we had to run back and make the key card change. Yeah. At least that had, at least that was somewhat like plausible. Say, get the fuck out of town. I've got a key card that changes with temperature. That's that, well, like, may okay, maybe in maybe in that world with all that high tech shit. Yeah, it just it was like, oh, it works <laughs> off the electrolytes in your body. I get it's what like, you're okay. saying. You just have a wall against that puzzled bullshit. I, I, I'm saying that I tried to make a confession to get him to play to play Resident Evil Seven, and he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah. They, my, they, my favorite game of the Resident Evil series mm-hmm. is actually four because I just watch collages of Leon getting murdered. Oh. Well. You had me. You gave me hope. Which, uh, which one? Uh, remind me. Which one was four? Was four? four was the one that it was Leon. It was over the shoulder. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was, where he was, it like was the lost. The lost. Like, no, no, that was five. He had. That the, was five. He had. Mm-hmm. See, even I know this. Uh, he had the uh, the the one enemy with the chainsaw and the bag over his head, and you chase him around the level. Oh, and he would okay. chainsaw you in half, and it was like, yeah, that was the best part. Leon Scott Kennedy. It had that. Watch little, him just cry. Yeah, Napoleon guy. Whatever. Yeah, watch yeah. him rip his innards out. Arguably the best, the best are Resident Evil in the entire series until Resident Evil Two comes out anyway. Uh, but Resident Evil Seven took a lot of what you said and said, okay, we're we're going to keep a percentage of that stupid shit in there, but we're going to make it all make even more sense. They've tried to appease you. I'm telling you now, I don't see it ever happening. They're not going to pull away from that puzzle shit. It's going to be part of it. Um, they that, want that in there to add more than I just concur. fine bullets, get away, fine bullets, get away. I get away. it, and there's a percentage of y'all that like it, you know, just blindly accept this shit, and that's why they keep pumping it out. <laughs> well, see, that's why I said, I mean, Silent Hill. Silent Hill had all these puzzles, it wasn't like a new age kind of city or anything. It was all just set in, you know, yeah, that was it. It was all this. That's why it made, and they gave you less ammunition. It was like, you are basically limited to 30 bullets in the game, quote unquote, you know, um, whatever. Pull a number of your ass. I do it all the time. Exactly. Um, So you you have this okay now survive the entire fucking time mm-hmm. and as you get deeper and deeper into the game you're like well fuck i killed this person in the beginning of the game i wasted five bullets i now have five less bullets at the end of the game there's nothing left that's mm-hmm. why that thing that game scared me mm-hmm. when i first played it was like Shit! It wasn't like a you know physical scare. It was like holy shit! I don't fucking have anything to kill mm-hmm. this bitch with. It, it was just like I mean, God might, forbid you fucking miss a shot. Yeah, you know, exactly. Oh, I was about to say. I mean, you're on the Ferris, you know, the Ferris wheel and shit. Like I was like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm like, I you don't know how many times I had to restart that whole little thing. And be like, God damn it! So you had a Genesis back in the day. Yeah. You had some Sonic games. You remember some yeah. stuff like that. So, you had a PlayStation. Uh, I, I got on the. Uh, PlayStation 2, mm-hmm. um, finally upgraded, um, actually got a job, mm-hmm. you know, worked at the casino, so I actually had money, and I could buy shit for myself, mm-hmm. uh, so, fuck, I went, um, not like ape shit crazy, but, uh, I went a little crazy there for a minute, um, I had fucking, one of my favorite ones, which was a Christmas gift, uh, Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. 
the first Kingdom Hearts, uh, one of my best friends at the time gave to me as a Christmas gift. And I looked at it and I'd seen the commercials. I'd seen all the video and I'm like, fuck is this bullshit? Mm -hmm. Pussy ass (laughs) motherfucking shit. You got an RPG with some fucking Disney characters on this bitch? Come on, man. You you can't be hating on Disney. on this motherfucker. You can't be hating on Disney arbitrarily, man. No, man, for all sakes, fucking, I was, no, I was not on board that bullshit. Mm -hmm. And he gave it to me as a Christmas gift and I'm like, Fucking god damn it. Alright, I've done run through all my other shit. Let me put this bitch in. And then I put it in and I started playing it and it fucking got me. Yeah. From the fucking just start playing through the game, the first 15 minutes, I was like, I'm fucking hooked on this whole storyline, everything. Disney's not the main thing. They've got these characters that are coming in, which you know of from mm-hmm. childhood. And it got me the entire fucking way. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts had gotten me. And then I bought Kingdom Hearts 2 and ran through that shit. I fucking 100%ed both of those fucking games. I bet I could uh, ask. You know the third one's coming out. So yeah. Right. Yeah, I know the third one's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, What year is it? Um, 2018. 2018 uh-huh. was the last one that came out. On no, that was console? 1974. On a console with 1974. That's what I thought it was. It, it was about right after Paul. <laughs> It? Yeah, it was. Um, I remember playing on. Uh, it wasn't PlayStation Two. I was. I was. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're still uh, fucked the, up right now. The Odyssey. It was Cloud. It was the Odyssey. The Odyssey Two. It was actually on Cave Walls. <sighs> All right, that's what it was. Man. Yeah. Wah, wah, uh, I, I, wah. Honestly, no. I was like, okay, what, twenty years ago or something like that. Whatever. Pull numbers out of my ass, but I mean, yeah, I would have fucking loved for them to have come out with that shit. Fucking. Way long ago, they 2005. Had this 2005. Wow! When the first thirteen came out, fucking two. two. We're about to be coming up on fourteen two. years. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It's like when you had a franchise that you made millions of dollars off of. Not only the company that made it, Disney's got their fucking hands in. It. Not like Disney needs any more fucking money and what they already got. Mm-hmm. But you had this shit and. You let it just kind of stall. You yeah, I'm sorry. Is, is your question? Had other things to do, you know. Is they your make Final Fantasy ten four times? Is your question how do they fuck this up? Because there's a good solid answer. Not- the answer is you do, you release a game between Kingdom Hearts one and two, and you don't tell anybody about it. Yeah, and you have to have played that to really get the full story of what happens yeah. in two. And then you release other games around those, and those all tie in. Then you release two more games that people are like I'm fucking out by now. Yeah. And then you say we should make a sequel. <laughs> and see, I do remember that all about the commercials and stuff like that. I never had any of those little. Most of them are what handhelds and shit like that. Most of them, yeah. Yeah. And they all tie in. They're all mostly important. Yeah, I didn't have any of that. So I'm like, You got a list, Chris? I think you got that. I got a list look. Yeah, he's got it. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm looking at a timeline. We got Kingdom Hearts. Uh We got Kingdom Hearts 2, and then Kingdom Hearts 3 about to come out. Right. This has like 12 games on it. Yes. For the Kingdom Hearts timeline. Yes. Kingdom Hearts, the mobile game, and this is this is like, why come out with that many individual ones when you could have all put all of that attention into doing just a third. Gotta one. milk that fucking property, I, bro. I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not asking you a question, but I mean, I, it seems kind of bullshit. It's yeah. like, okay, I get it. You know what? You're a company. You want to make money. Let's string you along. 
which stringing you along is also what I fucking hate about downloadable content. Yeah, is, Adam. Hey, wait, Um, we got this game. Okay, gotcha. All right, uh, you beat it? All right. Mm, about another six months from now, we're going to have downloadable content that we're going to charge you. You paid $60 for that game? Okay, then it's going to be about another $20. You're like just slowly just pulling money out of my wallet hand over fist mm -hmm. and I fucking hate that. You know what? Give me a good solid base game and if you come out with some content that's downloadable make it fucking worthy. Don't give me... Oh, you got uh, there. There are companies that have good DLC, levels. though. You know, I, I, they. I feel like downloaded content, downloadable content, has killed the the concept of an expansion pack. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, I see the same thing. But, but I mean, for me, expansion pack is like I not, mean, not every company sucks at it too. Shooters. For me, expansion pack is like okay, you get free new maps, you get guns, new weapons, new balancing. I'm talking, you do you know what? You know me. Mm -hmm. um, I do. I, You're my best friend. I know about all that. I was like, dude, give me a shooter and mm -hmm. give me that downloadable. But I mean, when you're talking about like an RPG or anything else like that, that's open world, when you're giving me a DLC and it's like, okay, we opened up um, like two new areas and, you know, say five, ten missions, side missions. It's just, it's all, it just gets... The, it's all the same thing to me. There's all kind of varying degrees of that. We'll have a whole entire I mean, DLC episode one day. And I mean, you got Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is the last game I can think of that came out with proper, proper, you know, actual expansions. On yeah, games. yeah. Butcher? Yeah, yeah. Witcher. Butcher. The Witcher. It. No. No. Witcher 3. Witcher. Witcher 3. Sorry. I was opening up a can of... Butcher. Butcher 3. You were opening up a can of whoop-ass. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm about to whoop some ass. Do you remember that first villain from Diablo, the original game, The Butcher? Well, we got Butcher 3. Coming at you in 3D. 3D. Yeah, I can tell you what happened with Kingdom Hearts, why it's so mess. Square Enix. Yeah, that's another... That's another. Square Enix. Because if you look... If you look, Kingdom Hearts 2002, right? Yeah. I looked up Square Enix when the whole merger happened. 2003. Yep. I yep. told you. I told you this so, shit. So two was already in the work. But see, so, but yeah. see, it's it's not just that we're 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 being like over we're being petty overlords looking down at Kingdom Hearts and going this shit's just garbage. It's you have we to are. the 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 way this got ruined was also the writing. This thing tried to be way fucking more than what it really, really needed to be. It told this huge, confusing, convoluted Xenogears level of story, yeah, but but that. put part one yes. in this game, part two in that game, and part three in this game, part four. So it's, yeah, it's it's a little bit of Disney milking. It's a little bit of Square fucking up, but it's also the writing that made this like, what the fuck are y'all doing? It's like almost somebody Square Enix when they first started was like, you know what I think I am? Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I'm going to fucking start at this point and then I'm going to go back here to the beginning and then I'm just going to move all around. It's like the writer. You get the whole movie. I was like, it's like the writer had ideas, but nobody told him to stop. Nobody <laughs> said, no, 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 it's we should not do that. They were, fuck it. He's writing. It's, he's, he's going off on another 33 over 36 nights again. Like, no, Let him go. He was a writer, but he had 
no fucking clue. He never went to class on how to write a storyboard. We As will bash. It almost seems like he's like, dude, I know I got this fucking huge idea. And he wrote it all out and then completely in college skipped how to write a storyboard. Was like, let me take this train. He's got, the, he's got this thing written down in like seven notebooks and on scrap, like napkins and yeah, shit. It's on yeah. napkins and everything like that. Like there's fucking Waffle House fucking syrup poured on one or something. And he's, he's in the office of the square like CEO and CEO's like, yeah, that sounds fucking great. That sounds good. Does it's anybody like, know what the fuck he's talking yeah, about? Exactly. No. It's like, oh, it's, let him go then. It's the movie Memento where he's got all this shit tattooed all over his oh, body. Oh, don't you dare. <laughs> he's got it tattooed all over his body and just says, um, oh, and here, look, hey, um, they're all in black capes for some reason. And there's like fucking seven or eight of them. And then we're just, you know. Uh, we're we're going to go back and uh, We've, what the hell happens after that? We've brought this up before. Uh, there is a good... I, I have to look it up. I may put it in the in the Facebook note itself, but there is a good... It's a solid, pretty much 20-minute video that actually does a stellar job of taking everything before Kingdom Hearts 3 and concisely telling it and making it all make sense. That way, when you go into Kingdom Hearts 3, hopefully you'll be cut up to speed properly. But that's pretty sad when a 20-minute video video can do that and i've played some of them games and i can't make sense and i'm not the only one so playstation 2 did you ever get into playstation 3 4 and all that or is that that's kind of where it all kind of tapered off for you that was about it um after playstation 2 um i switched over to xbox oh yeah yeah um when i started at work at charlie's with you Mm -hmm. you and Johnson and everybody, we started, you know, hanging out at the uh, apartments and stuff like that, and we started playing Halo. Yep, where our Halo nights began, yep. yep. blew up, man. Mm-hmm. Halo parties, everything else like that, and from then on, it was, uh, it was pretty much just uh, first-person shooters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was so much fun. I remember the times that we had, just like... Okay, there's four people out here in the living room. There's four people yep, in the bedroom. Yep, yep. You know, everybody's facing each other. Rocks was my favorite one. You know, just everybody has all rockets. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's it. Man, we cracked the fuck out on Halo Night, man. We meet up like twice a week. We yes. have as many people as we can fit in like, somebody's apartment, multiple consoles, multiple TVs. We got cats eating money. We got was, all kind of shit going it was, on. It was every Tuesday at least. Everybody had Tuesday. It, you either had it off or it didn't fucking matter. But I was, I was in ahead. college at the time, and... I lived so far away from you. Yeah. So I would come over for Halo night, stay all night, be yeah. the last person to leave. And, and when it comes time to leave, man, can I just like sleep on your couch? I don't give a fuck. And I'd, I spent the night at your house yep. so Several many nights, nights. and yeah. get up and fucking take my ass to school. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. No, that shit was fun. That was the beginning because I had played Halo campaign with my ex-sister-in-law. And I was like, Okay, I see why everybody likes this game. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Halo 2 came along, and then after Halo 2 was whenever we started doing the Halo parties, mm-hmm. and we went, we switched back and forth. It was Halo 2, Halo 1, whatever. And then just slowly coming to ranks. 
you still did not beat me in my house. No, as you fuck say, you. I will never let this never go. I will never won. let this go. Never. I ch- No, you challenged me. I beat your ass, and you said, DJ, run that back, and then I beat you again, no. and you have had this myth in your head that I made this up or lied about it. I do not make up shit about beating people in we, games, we, but I beat you did, in your own house when in Halo 2 did twice. Did t- I did challenge you the first time we had the uh, invisibility and the overshield on, mm-hmm. and you camped I out. I won. You camped out, boy. Camped the fabrications out. of this guy. No, you camped out and you won that first. One. I will and take this. I, I will take then, this to my fucking grave. I beat then, you in your own house okay, twice, yeah, back to that. back. You know how I remember this because when you came back down the hall, I had to ask you if you wanted to go again. You wasn't even talking. You was just so mad that you got Damn, beat. No, I was like, do you want to go again? And you were like, yeah. yeah. That was after the first one. After the second one, when we turned off the overshield and the uh, invisibility, I owned you. Negative, Ghost Rider. Owned you. Negative. I owned you so bad. Like, you cha- you, you kept talking so said, much shit. my money? You kept talking. You fed it to your fucking cat. That's no. where my money went. Yeah, no. <laughs> we had no I owned you. No. God. Whatever whatever helps we, you sleep at night. Have, we're gonna have to have some kind of like rematch. We, I'm fine with that. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get us a rematch. I'm on, you, you know ever seen eight rematch. mile? I'm gonna murder this man. We should have that rematch. We he didn't should. say it country like we that. I'm gonna murder this video. man. We should have a video of this so we can have the whole world see how badly I own. That's fine. This will be just like just like on, you know, how in Game of Thrones they have trial by combat. This will be the trial to see who was lying. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's and fine. The winner, the winner is the one that was right. You see what pisses me every off, single time, Adam. This is and Chris. This is what pisses me off the most about this whole bullshit story. There was like it five. May or may not be bullshit. There was six or eight different people in this house when this happened. And yes, Rock, me and you talk shit back and forth playfully all the but time. None of them but this time, say, but this time, you were going above and beyond. You were like, no, you are garbage. And I'm like, dude, I'm not that fucking bad. I'll fucking beat you now. And you were like, yeah. well. Bring it on. I beat you and beat you again. And then everybody shut the fuck up. This is a dramatic moment in Halo Night. And for some weird reason, nobody remembers this. This was the biggest thing is it wasn't, you know, I didn't I didn't call you all garbage and shit like that. I did say I was better than you. Which is still true. Oh my god! <laughs> but at the time, you shut the fuck up. You, you shut up. You fucking the, sweet coding hater. I don't want to hear shit out of you. But at the time, yeah, you're right. Whenever we did play, we asked everybody that was there that night, and everybody apparently. Oh, I just don't lives, remember. Apparently, don't they all remember. live in a uh, soap opera because everybody got amnesia. Everybody's like, oh, I don't know what happened. I was like, yeah, but Brock, you can't. Let's all. I want to thank Rock for being a guest on the podcast. It's good having you on. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna see this shit through. <laughs> I ain't letting this go. I want to know. The gods will decide. The gods of gaming. It is what it is, man. I remember, and I'll always remember. I'll have it in my head, and that's what matters to me. And you know what? It's it's. I don't know what great psychologist or whoever said it 
But Hitler. We only <laughs> Hitler. Okay. <laughs> the only truth that we know is that I think therefore I am. Uh-huh. And I think you're so lost in that in your head that you think you won. Therefore you are the winner. You are the winner. When w- I know that I lost the first one, but stomped you out <sighs> like a cockroach on no. the second one. No. To be continued. Speaking of to be continued, uh, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but thanks, Rock, for giving us a history of the of the Rock lineage of video games. Man, it's good to know. It's good to know old history of where people come from and where what games they played. Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, Chris, it's been a week for you, I assume. Yeah. Yep. Lots of uh, lots of driving. Yeah, lots of turkey for all of us. I mean, I know we kind of yeah. glossed over Thanksgiving, but that did just happen. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Drove 15 hours over two days from Canada, according to Michael. Yep. Canada. Um, yeah. So my gaming is actually pretty short for the week. Isn't uh-huh. that the guy who had that red motorcycle and Akira? Canada. Canada. Yeah. Good Canadian? good pull. Yeah. Not, no, not <laughs> well, speaking of well, I see the Adam quality of joke at coming no, at me. The last, the, oh, <laughs> the last time I saw the redub of Akira, yeah, they called him Canada. <laughs> oh God. I That's a so, bad dub, buddy. So mad over that thing. Mm. I, was, I was like, man, this is one of the animes that got me into it. Sorry to cut you off, Chris. It's all good. But yeah. I was like, no, they were like, Canada! I was like, oh my god, I fucking swear to god. You know, mm. flipping that coin around in Persona 5, there's somebody's name, I think it's their last name, and they pronounce it, but it's not pronounced correctly. I, I have to look it up. It pisses me off when I hear it, but oh, yeah. No. Oh, no. I, I'm, I'm fucking anal with shit just like you are. When I hear a name and it's like, mm, uh, you're not, uh, can you pronounce that the way it's supposed to be pronounced? I know I'm not Japanese, but I know that that says Kaneda. That's what they say. Fuck yeah, you. The entire time. Unless it's Japanese, and it, then it is Canada. But anyway, anyway. So you drove down from Canada. Yep. Yeah. Near about. I'm, really, I'm not too far from it, being up in Ohio. Um, but yeah, so my gaming is pretty short. Um, mm-hmm. Really, two games. First one, more uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned last time that uh, I was Bronze 2, and that I was retiring, but I can't stop playing. Mm. Um, it's one of those things. Like I got go go on and get my wins every day, or mm-hmm. at least try to. Damn, um, this guy hooks hook. in you now, huh? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, how is that? I mean, I've wondered. I oh, played it's, it it's card, amazing. I played the card game. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was, I did. I mean, you know, I was big into Magic for a while, and I had started. Don't fucking laugh. Why the fuck are you laughing? It's so funny. <laughs> he can't, the, uh, the audience can't see this bullshit, Adam, Adam and now you're making him stop it. Adam's over here it. giving He's me... Like, so, Rock is leaned over trying to share I'm, this microphone, and Adam keeps giving me this wide-eyed look, and he starts stroking like, at, at Rock's <laughs> shoulder, and like, I'm like, you, we are not on a video. People can't see this. I don't know if it's almost like a don't, don't go down here, or if it's like, it's an do yeah, go funny. down if, here. If it's like an AA meeting, like it's wanted okay, to go down. Here. All did this as a kid. Oh. Sorry, I get but cuddled and I have to stretch. I was just is so the only bro just... humper not in this room right now, Chris? I think Chris is the only one. I think all of us have touched each other's bodies affectionately once or twice. 
Okay, I'm gonna stay silent on that because I've been humped on very similar occasions, and uh, I have humped before. I'm a recovering humper. <laughs> so, Magic the Gathering. Hey, 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 Brian. Hey, Brian. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was just wondering um, because I did. I mean, the the physical card yeah. game, but I mean, I haven't, you know, in uh, years played it, but. Um, I did uh, download an app on uh, or something on my laptop and started playing it, but it was, it was like garbage. Yeah, um, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So Arena is actually yes. still in beta, okay, um, but it's very polished. It's very good, um, it? and it will hold your hand through the entire thing. Um, and people that have played the old and new uh, yeah. PC games. Say that the arena's just blowing out of the water. So, do they still have the, um, the I guess, restricted, um, you know, you can only play the older or unrestricted or restricted? Yeah, yeah. So, it's it's basically, right now, at least, I don't know a lot about the sets and magic, yeah. but right now they're cycling through three. It's the core set 2019, the... Return to Ravnica, I want to say, and Dominara. Dominaria. Dominaria. I think yeah, that's what, what it is. Yeah. Whatever they are. So they basically cycle to those three that I've seen. Um, and they have actually on the website a schedule of how things are going to rotate every week, I think it is. It sets on a draft you can do. So this is one of the best things about this. And I believe this is diff much different than the old one is you don't have to buy anything. Okay. The game itself is free to play to okay. start with. Yeah. And you don't have to buy any cards. So as you start out, you have daily quests after your first day playing. And each one of those will award you a deck. Okay. And then as you go on, you'll earn by winning or even just by playing. Sometimes you'll earn cards, individual cards, or you'll earn entire packs to open. Oh, okay. So you get all these cards to use in your decks without spending a dime. I've spent no money on it. I have tons of cards. Um, That's good to know. I've done two two drafts now. Uh, one of them in the last week. I didn't talk about the first one I did. I think I mentioned it briefly. I went like one and three because it's three losses and then your draft is done. Yeah, okay. And whatever you... how You can win up to seven or nine uh, matches and then you're done. Uh, and how good you do determines what your reward is. Okay. And they do have a pay-for currency called gems, uh, yeah, but you earn yeah. coins no matter what yeah. you're doing. Um, in a draft, you can either pay like 750 gems or 5,000 gold, um, which isn't a whole lot when you're doing the dailies. Uh, and if you get, I want to say it's six wins. I actually looked it up the other day. I, don't, I didn't write it down, though. I think it's at the six win mark. You make back what you put into it. Oh, so shit. if you are good okay. at drafting, yeah. you can make your money back and then some every time. So you never have to put That's a dime into very, it. Very, very similar to the way Hardstone does it. Very similar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering because, I mean, as soon as you brought that up, I was like, oh, holy shit. I mean, um, I fucking played the card game and stuff like that. I mean, I towed around saying I have a red black deck that's never been beaten. But it, oh. now, nowadays, I seriously doubt that. I could fucking do that because I mean that was let's see uh, almost twenty years ago. Is it still in beta? Yeah, it is still in beta. Yep. Can you do friend requests and all that kind of stuff? They, so they just added, and I haven't played it because I don't know anybody else that plays Arena. Uh, 
they actually added direct challenges. So you can actually play against your friends now. Now, that's what I was thinking is maybe like Rock gets it and then y'all two could play. Yeah, sure. You know, since y'all are both magic guys, you know? Yeah. That'd be, that'd be, uh, be interesting to see which one of y'all comes out on top. Yeah, so the first the first draft I did, I think I went either one and three or two and three. I, I didn't expect to do any better. I had no idea what the cards were. Knew nothing about them. I just picked. It's like, all right, I guess I'm building a black deck. Um, or as a, a black white deck because I've been playing that. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I kind of know what this. And I'm like, I'm not getting any good cards. I don't know what any of these do. I don't know what good combinations are. Yeah, that's the only thing I would be afraid of is you're just getting random shit. So I mean, it's almost like buying the packs yourself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you, I can just go out and buy a you know, a whole box mm-hmm. for you know like eighty to hundred bucks and just make my own shit as opposed to just that's the one thing. Yeah, in the gaming industry, we call that pay to win. Here's, yeah, I mean, I mean, like you said, I mean, you can pay for it, but I mean, I'm not. It, it, no, I'm not going to pay for to have something on the game. Yeah, here, here's the way I look at it: is the drafts. Yeah, I'm talking about. You know, I made a terrible deck. The draft I did this week, I went zero and three. Wow! I just got completely stomped, and I knew what I was doing this time. I just. Didn't have good cards to choose from, and I had really good opponents that I went against. So I just got stomped, but it didn't bother me because I just got a full deck of cards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I can build my own deck using those. That's a whole reason I did it was to get cards that I wanted. Well, nice. And going back draft. to what you said earlier, Mike, the uh, it's not necessarily pay to win if it's just pay to not have to minimally grind. Does that make sense? If they are pushing the idea, it depends on how far that gap is, in my opinion. And what I what I understand it to be is that if, if they go, okay, it's going to take you 20 hours to get from O to 1, or you can pay us 5 bucks and you can get to 1 just like that. To get from 1 to 2 is going to take you 6 days, or you can pay us 10 bucks and it will take about maybe 5 minutes. But think about it this way. I mean, I, I, I'm seeing what you're saying, but I mean, you remember... Uh whenever we were playing Call of Duty and stuff like that, you'd see people that were, like, level boosting Mm -hmm. and shit like that. I mean, it's almost like... I don't think you pay for that stuff. That's just just cheating a system. You don't. You're just cheating the system is what I'm thinking is, is okay, I get... Yeah, you can go ahead and pay. You, You paid to have that. That's perfectly fine. But, I mean, as just a casual player, like Chris said, I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna grind it on out and mm-hmm. just let it go. Level boosting was a thing I fucking hated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a... I, I feel like there's a difference between... Because this is how Hearthstone works. Mm-hmm. You can pay and get 50 fucking packs of Hearthstone right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Or you can do like I do and buy 50 packs in an expansion, you know, and then start saving your gold. I don't use it for arenas, which is uh, kind of like the... the what did you call draft. it? The draft. Okay, the arena works exactly the same as the draft. You get random cards. And it's just completely fucking random what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you stop paying for that, and about halfway through the expansion, you just start hoarding your gold, you'll end up with a couple thousand gold by the end of the expansion. The new expansion drops. You buy 20 packs with it. Mm-hmm. And then you're halfway to your packs before... You start, you know, the next, it, as long as you're smart about the way you use your free money. Yeah. Or free money. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Pre-currency. Then Got you it. should be you should be able to pretty much keep pace. You might not have certain cards. You may have to grind a little bit to dust some stuff and pick up the legendaries you want mm-hmm. to make certain decks work. But is it pay to win? No, no, it's not. Okay, good to know. Yeah, that's and my opinion. I'll talk about the drafts, but you can also use your coins just to buy straight up packs. Uh, yeah. After buying both packs and the draft, I think the draft is more efficient um, because not only are you getting more cards for that same amount of coins 5,000 gold is 5 packs because packs are 1,000 each so you're getting well yeah because a pack is 7 cards something like that 7-8 cards Mm -hmm. Um, whereas with the deck you're getting 40 roughly Um, so it comes out to be just worth it that way but also in the draft you're picking cards so as long as they show up you can pick them Screw if it works in your deck you're building for actually the you know draft matches. Okay. That's per- pretty much how I approached this last one. I was like, all right, I'm going to build a blue red deck, mm-hmm. you know, because it's giving me some pretty good cards for that. But hey, this black card, this would be good in my main deck. This white card, good in my main so deck. So you can go ahead and just choose and then put them away. Yep, sideboard it. Gosh. Don't even put it in the deck. Sideboard yeah. it, and I it's there in my collection now. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, as you do your daily quests it unlocks decks for you. And then on the seventh day of doing your daily quest, it unlocks like 10 more. So nice. all for free. And that's for doing minimal work per day, like playing three or four games. Just playing a couple matches or something like that. Yeah, then, yeah it's oh, okay. just yeah, ladder. Yeah. You use the, when you start out, you get to pick a color deck, a mono deck. Yeah. Um, I picked whatever. And then I used that until I got another one I liked. And I did that until I got another one I liked. And then just last week, I built my own deck after someone stomped me with one I really liked. That was also a mono white deck. Yeah. Um, and now I use that. And it's amazing. Um, except for I went on a losing streak last night and lost my bronze too. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. speaking all about that, I just have a question real quick. Um, Diablo. Uh, um, it just... From us speaking about Magic the Gathering and um, getting random cards and stuff like that, I was just thinking about uh, playing Diablo. I know everybody in this room has probably played at least one of the Diablos. Yep. Yep. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. So, I mean... Before I got... Okay, I can see Michael sitting there smiling, grinning. Before I had to get offline, um, myself, uh, one of my friends, we were... I mean, Diablo 3. It was one of the funnest things I've, I've had because I've never gotten to experience having played that kind of game with other people. Mm-hmm. Like in you know, role-playing game with other people. Never mm-hmm. gotten that experience where everybody picked a different character and stuff like that. So, my question is, what do you guys think? Um, I actually played Diablo 3. It's one of, the, one of the not recent games ever released, but one of the recent games that I purchased. Granted, I've played the last Diablo I played was Diablo two back in the day. I got I played it before. I played it enough to get you son of a bitch. 
I played it enough to get like an 83, 84, some stupid 80-ish level necromancer. And then when I found out that I couldn't take that character online, I quit the game. Out of a, out of a spiteful little shit that I was. <laughs> Good job. Never played another Diablo anything at all ever since then until Diablo 3. I picked up Diablo 3. Now this was, again, this was very recent. Probably yeah. about two months ago, I picked it up and played it. Tried it out probably for about an hour or two. It didn't grab me. Uh, but there are multiple factors into that. You know, this is, uh, I was in between games. I was about to roll into another game. Um, I wasn't playing online with anybody. It was just me. Uh, the story sort of kind of didn't grab me. The action could have grabbed me, I suppose. It's, I own the fucking game, so I can go try it again and give it another try. But my first jump was, you didn't hook me. You you had you tried but you didn't hook me so that's my Diablo life pretty much I never played the first one and yeah I see man I was all over Diablo three mm-hmm. not not of my own volition unfortunately I did play the first two games I played Diablo one Diablo two and I would have liked to play Diablo three and it was being pressed right up into my face by Blizzard but unfortunately that was while I was raiding so. uh yeah, that shit can get fucked. I gotta grind. <laughs> I mean, uh, what uh, for me, the uh, reason why I brought it up is um, I bought it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, me and my wife, Tiffany, we can play this. She played Diablo 2, loved it. I mean, she didn't like 3 because I guess um, how much older, you know, older we got. Hers is she. Her experience was okay. We're just kind of doing the same thing, and I'm like, yes, I know that's fucking awesome, isn't it? We're doing the same <laughs> shit all over again. We're mm-hmm. just beating people, and she's like, yeah. Why the fuck do you want to do that over and over again? I said because we get to go up in level and we get to get new shit, and she's like, well, I don't fucking really get that, and I'm like, uh, you don't understand how exciting this is, and she's like, no, I mean it's not really that exciting or anything. I'm like. Uh, who the fuck did I marry? What, what? You sorry. heard it here on the podcast. Oh, who did I marry? Why are you doing this to me? It was just so funny. And me and my friend, we just kept going through it. And um, because they finished before I did, um, which was neither here nor there. But I mean, it was cool as shit. I thought just being able to get what I think you, Michael, if we got together and were able to play it together and stuff like that and run through it, um, having somebody else there to play with you and to see what you can pick up, um, did it with me is giving me weapons and shit like that. Hey, here's weapons, here's armor, here's all this shit that you can fucking use that I can't. Um, I'm not gonna sell it or nothing like that. I think that shit will be fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, where you, you need to go ahead and timestamp exactly when he when the marriage he, broke and he said, you know, yeah, who the hell did I marry right there? <laughs> just, just go ahead. And I heard that. that. Didn't you hear that? The episode title. So I think do not put that on there. At oh, it's all. too late. It's oh, yeah, too it's, late. It's done. Nothing gets edited from this podcast, buddy. Nothing at Chris, all. Chris, yeah. I apologize on behalf of the new guest and Adam, who fucking knows better. Please take your week back, man. What would you been to? Did you just say I knew better? Yeah, you yeah. know better. Again, implying Adam's capable of learning. Um, but yeah, so last night, that's what I did when I got back from uh, my dad's house, went to the hotel. I played Magic for like hours last night. Um, Went on a massive losing streak. 
drop down to bronze three again. I live in bronze league. Um, not surprising. I'm not great at the game, but I've almost earned my bronze two back. Um, it's starting to put me against, and real quick, I don't know how much fact there is to this, but I did hear someone say that when you use the pre-built decks, their matchmaking system is weighted to put you against other pre-built decks. Mm. So you're playing against other typical beginners. Right. Now that I'm using a custom-built one completely, I'm getting against much better people. So Good. now, so you were just going around curb-stopping the newbies. Oh, yeah. You yeah. could just keep doing that. Well, no, because it's not matching me against them. Well, no, you just go back to the pre-built deck, but you're uh, like totally well, awesome at but the, the pre game now. The pre-built decks aren't that great, so I'm just going to get stomped anyway. Yeah, so I was going to say, yeah, I mean, <laughs> once you, you know, once you even start in the deck, I mean, you're eventually going to get new cards and want to do something else. Oh, I'm just saying, you go back and you use the you use the limited resources they give you to just utterly fucking destroy people's hopes and dreams no. for this game. I'm not going to play a, a Murloc deck. I'm sorry. I can't stand them. <laughs> um, and that's only one out of the basic decks that I think is pretty much consistently always on top. Um, there's a white-black deck uh, called Eternal Thirst uh, that is one of the ones that unlocks after the week. It's I love that deck. And the it's a uh, lifesteal-based uh, deck that pumps, uh, and vampire deck that pumps your uh, some of your creatures up pretty high every mm. time you gain life, so you just have this constant cool. thing. Um, and my new white deck I'm using is essentially the same thing, minus the vampires, uh, added tokens <clears throat> that can eventually get buffed up to instead of spawning or being created as one ones, they'd be created as four four flying. So nice. it's a massive yeah. drop. I don't know what that uh, means, but it sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, no, I mean I get it. The vampires and everything is same thing, almost like a, the goblin deck. I mean. It's, they come out really quick, and it's really low level, but I mean, you can wind up overwhelming whoever you're going up against. I had so a it's kind of like a zoo strategy? I had a match the other day where I won at the end of it, and I never drew more than two mana. Wow. Nice. Yeah, and it's, that's one of the things that I, yeah, I can't stand. I remember, um, actually, the physical game. I went into a tournament and this guy, it was an unlimited tournament, so you could use whatever cards you wanted. And I forget the name of the card. It was an artifact. It was a pole or whatever. But you can only untap one mana at a time. Hmm. And it drove me nuts because I was running in there with high mana cost uh, cards, but they did so much damage and then there was other uh cards artifacts to let me search through my deck and bring them into play but i couldn't play anything because i only had one mana untapped at any time <laughs> and it drove me insane mm -hmm. yeah sounds like it yeah so i'm i'm still having loads of fun with it um and that's still my go-to when i have a couple minutes and i'm like i don't know what to do i don't have time to you know load up an actual game i say that like it's not a real game but yeah a, a long game mm -hmm. oh, i'm gonna play a game of magic some games you know may only take five minutes cool. i had one just i think it was last night or this morning i think it was like 45 minutes long jesus which is, i think it's the new longest match i've had mm -hmm. by the time i won i had over 100 health and wow. the guy it was attrition he just yeah. Yeah, especially since when I mean you start with 20. 20. 
I mean, for you to get a hundred health and it's like, you know what? And um, that's with him hitting me occasionally. That yeah. wasn't just straight all I gained. That it's was almost what like, I ended you up know with. What? Um, yeah, I've gone up against one or two, but like I said, I mean, I had um, high damage uh, creatures and I've had, I've dealt against uh, health gaining decks and stuff like that, but I just kind of wore it down. But yeah, I don't think I've ever had anybody had a hundred health. At that point, I would be like, Ah, bro, yeah. I'm done, man. It ain't gonna happen. It, it was it was one of those games where it gets to the point where he, he was probably thinking, I'm probably gonna lose this, but he he still had a chance. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. He totally had a chance. He could have. Um, but just everything worked out so well that finally he GG'd and let me hit him in the face. Um Yeah, so the other game I've been playing this week and beat I use that term. Well, yeah, I beat it. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Wow. Um, Already. Yeah. (laughs) Funny, that's the same thing my girlfriend said. I was like... Jesus. I was like, hey... I mean, I know yellow is short-ish, but... Wow. I mean, I... Right now, my save file has 21 hours logged. Hmm. I want to say 20 of that was beating the game, and Hmm. only about an hour not. Hmm. So, 20 hours isn't terrible. Yeah. And, yeah, as someone who... And there are several reasons why I beat it so fast. The first was last week before we recorded, I was actually trying to rush through the game mm-hmm. to get to the part where the Pokemon Go, uh, whatever you call it, uh, association, you can do. You can mm-hmm. link it to your Pokemon Go on your phone. I was like, well, I want to do that so I can talk on the podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Huh. You, you can, You let me rephrase, you can't rush it. Right. Um, because like oh uh, yeah it's right down there you have to go to Fuchsia City okay well that's later on but surely I can get there nope there's a Snorlax there's an NPC that just says I'm thirsty and won't let me through okay so I'm having like okay so I go do this okay do this do this okay what else do I need to do can I get there nope okay so despite trying to rush through the game to get to that point it still took a while uh, but the yeah, 20 hours was about the point where I hit the champion mark. Um, the the game itself, for the most part, has a... It's very... It's a remake of Yellow. We uh-huh. know that. And for the most part, it's pretty spot on. But as I played more, I started noticing more and more differences between... Uh, Pokemon Let's Go and Pokemon Yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have added a few things. Um, like, minor spoiler, be, uh, I talked about before how Comet's much more straightforward than modern Pokemon games. There's no Mega Evolutions, Z moves, etc. They totally threw in Mega Evolutions. They did it anyway. At though. one point, yeah. I, I I didn't use them in the game at all. I was wow. like, wow. Okay, uh, that's, that's not Pokemon Yellow. Mm-hmm. So, um, they also added something. Uh, they actually added what we would call in-game content to it. Really? So, instead of being the Pokemon champion, then you can go, you know, catch Mewtwo, stuff like that. Yeah. They added, and I don't know the proper term, but they're basically trainer masters mm-hmm. or master trainers. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, Ash is going to be a Pokemon master, mm-hmm. master, uh, catch everything. These are trainers that have trained one Pokemon 
up to oh, wow. it's the best I thing. I like can be. that idea. Um, and you can only fight them with that same Pokemon. Oh, so it's damn. a, and no items are allowed. So it's how well did you raise your Pokemon against a mirror image? Essentially? So are there 150 something of these? Apparently so. What? Wow. Damn. I ran into one. He was the Zapdos one. I'm like, okay, well, a legendary one. So sure, there's got to be one for everything. And I was looking online, and sure enough, it looks like there's one for every every Pokemon. Wow. That's news. So is this the NPC, or is this uh, an actual person that's trained it all the way up? Oh, no, it's NPC. Okay, so all of them are NPCs and apparently trained each and every single individual Pokemon all the way up. Yeah. Oh, no shit. So I haven't fought any yet, but it's an interesting little side thing that it'll I be, might try. It'll be interesting to see what happens when you beat them all. So, I oh, to. I don't know if you beat, <laughs> if beat, you beat them all. all. But apparently when you, you beat, beat them, them all, Adam? You get a... Uh, I already have. Jesus. Ah. <sighs> But when you beat one of them, you get a title that you can then attach to your uh, profile or whatever. And then when you go on the multiplayer aspect of it, that title will be displayed for everybody else to see. Hmm. That's cool. So I don't know if it has anything. I didn't hear anything about this, but granted, I haven't followed this game completely. But it's crazy. I I can almost guarantee that there's going to be some kind of cheat around it. Because I remember um, in, what was it, Halo 3, the cheat that we did. Mm -hmm. Um it was uh, oh yeah I'm a cheater I did cheat around this um to get the last like three achievements that I needed um you could set the specifics for your in-game match to be like Australia at this time whatever it was mm-hmm. in this language and all the people that showed up in the match were all people just trying to get achievements and I was like dude I need three. I was on my mic. I was like, I need this one, this one, and this one. And everybody, this is this is the only time I think the actual physical social contract engaged. Everybody in that match said, we got you. <laughs> and let me achieve my goal. And I stayed in there for about another two hours helping other people. Get mm, it. I was yeah. like, you know what? I can walk down the street and say, ah, dude, look, my cell phone's out of battery. Um, I need to call my wife and let her know what had you, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Man, who the fuck is this, man? <laughs> no, social contract, asshole. <laughs> let me use your phone, please. Because there aren't pay phones anymore. Yeah. No, in this one little instance, people from all around the country were like, you know what? The Gamer Nation has your back. Mm. We'll let you cheat through this game and get your shit. I got one question for you. Did they give you the achievement for beating Michael? <laughs> they didn't. There was not a Mike Dub beat. Uh, uh, there was a um, a black cat known as Kratos who did try to eat his money. Good job. Yeah. We definitely <laughs> cannot tell that story on this podcast. But yes, a cat did try to eat my money and he was immediately thwarted away. Uh, yeah. Having fun with Pokemon? Um, yeah, overall, yeah, it was a good uh, nostalgia. Uh, I stand corrected. That's not even the question I want to ask you. I'm so sorry. The question I want to ask was: You said you beat the game, right? Yeah. Is there new game plus type situations? No, I so, think it's really just the end game stuff. And then maybe beating the other, the get, other yeah. trainer masters. Whatever. Get the legendaries, which is what was in the original, and then get 
the uh, beat these others if you want. I don't. I might try um, one or two of them for basically the Pokemon I have high level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't. I don't see myself sitting down and going through every one of them. That's a lot of work, especially when how am I going to level them? Mm-hmm. Because I talked about this last time. You don't fight Pokemon in the game. You what? only fight trainers. Yeah. Pokemon. That, was, that seems horribly unfair. Pokemon, you only catch. You're like, fucking suck this lightning bolt trainer. And he's like, I'm just a dude. Please. You fight God. the trainer's Pokemon. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? Oh, God. It's do I have to break lady. it down that much? Yes, you so do. Are, so are the, I mean, uh, just other. Pokemon trainers are all NPCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randomly come up. So, or... I'm guessing you haven't played Pokemon. No. Um, okay. Not since, uh, <laughs> not since Game Boy. Yeah, I mean that's when I started. You yeah. Know, red and blue. It's just like the random trainers you find on the routes and stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So, and the way they have balanced that, I didn't notice this at first until I actually pulled up a map for something I couldn't find. But Pokemon Let's Go has way more trainers than Pokemon Yellow did. So to to make up for not fighting Pokemon for experience, would you still get experience when you catch them? It's just not great experience, and it's some arbitrary number you're going to get. Um, you just fight more trainers in that way. Uh, and since also, since you have to catch more Pokemon, uh, or Pokemon are harder to catch, I guess I should say. I, that's a very relative sentence to say, uh, subjective. But um, the... When you beat trainers, not only do you get money like traditional, but they also have a chance of giving you Pokeballs. So instead of having to constantly spend all your money and try to farm money somehow, because there's a limited amount in the game, they actually give you free Pokeballs throughout as you go. And when you get to higher level areas, you get better Pokeballs, you know, Great Balls and Ultra Balls. Um, the So the motion controls are driving me nuts. I as they I, usually do. Yeah. Motion controls fucking suck. Yeah. So Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, honestly, I mean, a lot of the games I've seen with motion controls, we're getting better mm-hmm. progressively. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still I think infuriating when you don't have that exact precise motion yeah. that you're used to with the controller and you're and like why didn't you do, can you give me an option mm-hmm. can you say okay well you can do this or you can just use the controller yeah I get completely we're retroactively talking to you we and we you but yeah yeah and, and I said this last episode uh, that uh, the switch too sir yeah the switch well I my mind goes straight back to that Star Fox game you used to talk about yeah, yeah. well I mean yeah there are a lot worse ones I mean the switch only has so much but yeah um, I agree yeah the the Wii is yeah. yeah. Um ultimately maybe the uh PlayStation wand thing or bummer. What is he talking about? Is he making shit up did, right did now? They, the PlayStation did, move. move yeah. yeah. Did they would they make like three games for that? I don't thing? know what this thing is. I think he's lying to me right it's now. It's like a giant glowing <laughs> microphone. Are you talking about like the Xbox Connect? Is that what you're talking about? It wasn't a wand. Penis. <laughs> there was pink. Pe- Giant glowing penis. (laughs) So, Chris, you were saying the motion controls are infuriating. So, and I I said this last time, and I'm sticking to what I said. The little uh, Pokeball Plus that comes with it, you can get with it, or I say comes with it if you get that version, or you can buy it as a separate accessory. I love it as an individual piece of hardware. The concept behind it is great. You literally have a Pokeball you can hold in your hand. 
you know, given that it's meant for child hands, so adult hands, it's a little more difficult. But I'm I, that's totally understandable. I'm not going to hold that against them. Uh, but the sensing of it, and this applies to regular Joy-Cons as well, so it's not specifically to it, but the sensing of it, I swing my arm forward, I throw the Pokeball, throw, I'm not going to throw it at my TV, obviously. Um, it goes on screen. Sometimes it's where I'm aiming. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's off to the right. When I, when I specifically threw my arm to the left, hmm. it's like, okay, what are you detecting? Why is it? I'm like, okay, let me check. Yes, it's oriented correctly. I have, you know, there's the back of it. Okay, here's the front. Here's the top. It's aligned. Mm-hmm. I've now centered myself on the, on the switch, which I completely redid my desk setup. So, and at first I was like, okay, it's because my switch is kind of off at an yeah, angle. Yeah, yeah. But it is now dead center of my desk. There's literally no excuse for yeah. that. So I go, okay, straight ahead. <laughs> off to the left. <laughs> All right. And then, of course, for those that play Pokemon Go, you know, Pokemon don't just sit there. It's not press the button and then it throws it at it, which I'll get into a minute about that because I learned something today. Um, but you have to aim and throw. Mm-hmm. And they don't sit still. They move around. So they'll be bouncing around. It's like, all right, it's on the left side now. All right, let me throw to the left. Oh, hey, it went to the right. Okay, it's on the right. Let me throw to the left. Or, or I'll do personally do the opposite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it's, if it's on the right, I'm going to the left. It goes down the middle now. Oh, God. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. This Good is so job. infuriating. Um, That's why I said, I mean, the Switch does have the motion control yeah. sensor problems that every other console mm-hmm. has had. Motion control is fun, but I mean... No, they haven't worked all the bugs out. Some tacked games. on is the word you're looking for, definitely. Tacked on is the word you're tacked looking for. Yeah. What was that thing they had for the Sega Genesis? The uh, the Sega... It was like a circle uh, you put on the ground. It was an octagon. It had yeah. sensors that came up. The actuator? Yeah, you should get one of those and play Pokemon. Bro, I don't even remember that one. <laughs> Dude, it was... It, I remember like there was a fighting game that came out. Like Eternal Champions was made for this game or something like that. I don't even remember that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Chris had it. It was like the Sega, Sega activator or something. <laughs> it was uh it was ridiculously freaking crazy. I can't I can't even remember what the name was. It was it was something like the Sega actuator or activator or I don't I don't remember exactly what the fuck it was called, but it, Activator. Oh, you, you know, the only time I ever actually saw that was like in a mall because apparently the person that owned the mall was the only one that had the money enough to in order to buy that <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, the idea well, was it was an octagon that had lights that came up and if you if yeah. you doing a motion corresponded it to a direction or could, a button. It could wow. happen, quote unquote, uh, by chance, um, by miracle. Harry Potter came out and farted. Uh, it picked up your motion. Um, and your character on the screen did a high kick and uh, you wanted a low kick. And that's how it worked out, I yeah. guess. I heard it was the most accurate and advanced motion controls we've ever seen 20 years ahead of its time. Uh-huh. And the virtual <laughs> boy was a phenomenon, yeah, right? Virtual, sure. You get a virtual boy and activator, you got virtual reality right there. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember the virtual boy just giving everybody a migraine. Gave everybody the middle finger and we gave it right back. <laughs> Damn. Chris, you were saying so, you learned something today? Yeah, so speaking of controls, 
I mentioned this last week, but there is zero pro controller support for this game. Yeah, that's still blowing my mind. Now, here's what makes it worse now. It was annoying last week. Mm -hmm. Now it is actually kind of making me mad because, because we're in a hotel, you know, not much to do. My girlfriend started playing Pokemon Let's Go. She has the Joy-Cons attached to the Switch itself, which mm-hmm. I haven't played like that because I play on my TV, so it's mm-hmm. in the docking station. Mm-hmm. She goes to catch a Pokemon. First off, she tilts the Switch and it centers the Pokemon on it. So it's like, okay, so maybe I'm missing some screen-turning mechanic I can do to make things easier on me as I'm throwing and catching. Mm-hmm. And then she presses the A button and it throws a Pokeball at it. Wow. What? Nice. So no motion controls required. Wow. So what is their fucking excuse now? <laughs> Why can I use my not use my pro controller? Get wrecked. She's so happy. You're so mad. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. Uh, yeah. So I was like, great. Now I have to go test stuff when wow. I get home. Figure out what all is different between having the Joy Cons attached and not, and how much easier would it have been for me going through the game if I knew this? Mm-hmm. I mean, I. Still, probably would have played it like I did because I want on my yeah, TV. Yeah, but there's so much headache you wouldn't but, have had to mess with. There's so much that you wouldn't have to worry with with that ease yeah. of ability. Yeah. So here, here's the other thing too. So I I very quickly dismissed the two player aspect of it last week. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake. If you're playing by yourself, set a Joy-Con for one player. Set the other one for the other player. Play with both players yourself. Mm-hmm. because not <laughs> and if you are playing with a real person as your second player do not try to time throwing pokeballs mm-hmm. it is a miserable experience <laughs> just take Damn. the other controller from that person and throw them both yourself. yourself do not hold them in one hand do not try being smart and go oh, I'm going to move at the same time the sensors go haywire Yeah, just yeah. put one in each hand Swing them at the same time, straight towards your switch or whatever you want to try doing to get your angles right, um, and do it that way. Because mm-hmm. hitting it with two Pokeballs at once gives you an increased chance of catching it, which is what it is. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is a big deal, and I learned this by doing this, because I was like, oh, I want my you know girlfriend to play. So we played, and she quickly got up you know, doing something else. So I was like, okay, well, now I have the second player. I got in a fight. There were two of us. We had two Pokemon out. Oh. Against the enemies one. Wow. So, okay, I can double team everything in this game. I'm like, Man. okay, surely it's just in trainers, you know, I go to a gym, I do it. I can fight gym leaders. Wow. With two Pokemon as two players. I'm like, okay, this is I'm playing shit you would have liked now. to have known earlier on. Yeah. Yeah. For, it wasn't actually too far when I figured this out. It oh, was okay. after the last episode, but I was only like, six hours in mm-hmm. so the last 14 were spent dual wielding joy cons you know two playering it uh solo mm-hmm. and that so. just it made it so easy nice and when you're catching them you even get like a bonus to experience because you're synchronized with mm-hmm. the- i just i just i'm hoping that they don't have some kind of mechanic in there where you throw two pokeballs and it gets split between the two <laughs> you end up with half a Pikachu half and one. Half a Pikachu and one. <laughs> no, what happens is when you hit it, it does this little animation showing the Pokemon's combining, oh. and then the Pokemon going in it. Let our Pokies combine. So that they, they've got you covered. Yeah, they don't want you to worry about your you know well, Pokemon just going into this. Buddy, right next to you, who gets the Pokemon? No, you, bitch. no, because it's your account. 
Wow. That works. I'm getting a signal from the side that I think Rock's going to have to Rock's going to have to bounce out for tonight. So, uh, Rock, we definitely appreciate you coming on the episode. We appreciate you uh, guest guest starring. Man, you're always welcome on this podcast. I promise you. Oh, it's not a problem. This is my first time, and I fucking I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I'll definitely be by more often, especially uh, once I can get back to my video game console and yeah. actually start freaking playing again once your life gets you know situated and settled you need to get a playstation yeah. 4 and get on all these games because i'm telling no, you there's get a playstation man i've been i've been xbox for a while it's that's good really, you gotta you, you gotta, gotta you gotta get on our thing. level you gotta I've, go where the games really? are i've been that way i went from ps2 to really xbox i had ps3 but it yeah. gathered dust i didn't but getting the ps4 these exclusives it's ridiculous yeah. i have it, both is but. it yeah i mean is it really that is it really that? Because I mean, y'all, y'all got together and got me to. You one. could pick any of the four games that we mentioned earlier that, that Adam got just now, and that's all you need. But all four of them, you're in fucking heaven, don't, man. Don't let these guys bullshit you. Go get Steam. Get out of here! Fuck you, Adam. Rock, thanks again for showing up, man. We appreciate it, brother. That's no problem at all, guys. Y'all have a good night. Yep, yep. What else for your week, buddy? Uh, that's it. Just those two games. Um, I talked about a little bit. I rearranged my desk, so I moved up to a six-monitor setup. Um, not, it's not as excessive as it sounds because I'm. I've decided that I'm going to split off my work computer into a separate PC mm-hmm. instead of working for my basically gaming desktop mm-hmm. with gaming and work. Um, so it's two monitors per computer. I'll, Two for my streaming PC, two for my main PC, and two for work. Gotcha. Yeah, so, I've seen I've seen your little setup, and the only thing I could think was like you were like the the calm guy for like the Power Rangers or something like that. And you're the guy that's like the enemy seems to be growing in intensity. Yeah, watch out, guys. <laughs> yeah, but my desk, I'm much happier with it now. It uh, changing the mounts I had because I had some arm mounts mixed with. Vertical mounts mixed with a uh, clamp mount that was also vertical and uh, rearranging it just freed up some space. Um, Also have a nifty little USB switch so I can switch my uh, keyboard and mouse. Mainly my keyboard. I think I'm still going to keep my separate. Uh, But instead of having to go, okay, which keyboard do I need to use now? I just make sure I'm on the right input. Yeah. I can switch back and forth. That thing looks totally badass, by the way. Yeah. It's cool. Adam, since we've already pretty much hinted at your week, why don't we go ahead and spiel through yours? Uh, spiel through mine. Yeah, man, because I'm all about hearing. Like, just go ahead and uh, play some games at the end. Sure. I mean, it would be typical for you. <laughs> but now you've got some actual fun non PC games you can talk about. Oh, so. Oh, yeah. But yeah, ever since I, ever since this whole PS4 debacle, man, I've been eager to hear some stuff, and I'm sure Chris would like to know as well. So, man, how, how what, what has your week been like? First, first and general notes about the console. You got the, you got the loading thing. It is what it is. I mean, it just seems like it's gonna be a pain in the ass. But yeah, if, as long as I prepare for it, then I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Like, well, let me put this in the night, fucking before I want to play the game. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, look this up, and I suggest you do as well. There, I, I feel like there's a thing that says no, don't download shit. Just play it off the fucking disc, and may, if anything, maybe put the updates on there. But well, as soon as I put the disc in, it was like 
preparing to load the yeah. fucking ship. There may be a workaround. There may be not. Either way. I get it. I get it. It is what it is. Uh, another little hang up about the console. These aren't like huge fucking deals. It's just, mm-hmm. just stuff you noticed. Just stuff I noticed. Uh, one, it wasn't extremely intuitive how to recover my PSN account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Oh, did you finally get it? Did you? I didn't even try. Oh, wow. Yeah. Last time I had that bit Thanksgiving, so I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, it. yeah. Um, the uh, last thing is that that fucking controller light is goddamn annoying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and it is. I'm looking desperately for some tape to fucking put over it. I don't know if there's like if that's like part of the motion controls or something that I'd be covering up. No, no one of the there's like some reason there's a fucking light on it. One of the best aspects that we've seen so far. So there's there's two of them. That one is it's useful, I guess. The other one is okay, cool. The useful thing is they will color code for most of the games almost universally, like Diablo three, for example. If you're player one, you'll be blue. I'll be red. Chris will be purple. And my wife will be green. So, and it's on the controller as well. So, I mean, I I guess if you want to look around and go, uh, I don't know which one of you are the blue mage. Uh, Yours is the red color. So that, okay. So that's pretty cool. And the other one is some games have the ability to have, uh, if there are are environmental colors in the game, the thing will light up to that color. But again, the controllers, the the lights pointed away from you, so it's not like you're really gonna see it. If you, if you turn that light off, uh, either turn it off on the, I think you can turn it off on the console, maybe. But if you can, if you tape it up, you're not missing anything okay. that I can think of. Well, uh, and the other thing about the controller is the absence of start select. What the fuck? Yeah, that is that yeah. was that did jar me at the and beginning. It's not even okay. You changed their names. Cool. Put them in the same fucking spot, please. Mm-hmm. It's been like that for fucking ever. Stop. Don't don't. Yeah. <laughs> they, the the PlayStation controller was a symbol of elegance. Yeah. Okay. You know the well, damn thing was fine from PS One. They were like, oh, but we've moved on. Good. We've moved on, and I I will admit that yes, while it did take me a couple of seconds to get used to having a select button be something different and a start beat button be something different. You don't slam that, that button in the middle every time? No, not anymore. I still do that. Not anymore. Right, Especially what I do slam is that fucking share button because I'm like, screenshot, I want that right now. I want that right now. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you, you can take a screenshot and share it. How would you know that? Because I played Persona 5. Oh, are we rolling right into that? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't want to talk about some fucking Red Dead first? Oh, yeah. we'll get we'll that shit it. out out of the we way. Red Dead since that was the very first fucking thing I did mm-hmm. is put that disc in there and realize it was going to load it and I was like, oh fuck. I guess I'm playing Red Dead first. So this is the this is so wonderful hearing Adam talk about games cuz it's like he tries to be the most little shit that he can possibly That's be. Right. He was like, "Guess what the first thing I did in Red Dead 2 was?" And I was like, "I'd love to hear what cool thing in this wide open world you did." And I he shot said, "Sam Marston and the mother or John Marston in the fucking face. Sam Marston, that's right, his brother." <laughs> And he did the little mission where he's like riding around on a horseback. You shot like, John Marston in the like, fucking face. Watch this, blam, and it with time paradox. And that's what you remembered. You didn't. Remember, you didn't do anything else cool. Nothing else. Oh, but yeah. you remember shooting John Marston. I did face. a couple cool things. Like yeah, I mean, the, the whole front of the game is basically just one giant fucking railroad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As most games are. Um, so isn't it cool, Chris? You can have him talk, and you know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
We got back to the little camp thing, and I finally got like control of the goddamn character to go do what I want. And mm-hmm. like, here's your little mission dot. Go talk to this guy or that guy. And I was like, I'm fucking off to the woods. <laughs> and uh, I climbed up a little mountain, and I figured out that if you crouch walk, you can go up steeper slopes. So I went up as high as I fucking could, and I jumped, and I almost died. Yeah. There's that, a- since that didn't fucking kill me. <laughs> And there was a pond nearby. I was like, huh, it's freezing cold. Let me go jump in the fucking little stream thing. You can dive hypothermia. Yep. Good yep. job. Good job. And that's right. As his body floated down the river. <laughs> yep. I was like, it's time to play Persona. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> so, rolling into that. Uh, fired up Persona. Persona 5 for everybody. Game sucks. All right, moving on. No. All right, cool, cool. It was like, hey, look at me. I'm edgy. I'm edgy. Look I will. Me. I'm, I'm all flashy. Everybody thinks I'm I will cute. destroy you. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I know you're you're being Adam, but it certainly does have its own little art style. And it's, yeah, it does. It's very even jarring at first. Yeah. It's it a, pops up like, bam, colors, mm-hmm. music. It's like, one what the, is this? One of the first things he brought up to me was, uh, he's like, what was up with the fucking ice skating bullshit? And I was like, you got to understand <laughs> some yeah. stuff, man. You got to let like, that ice skating go because like, you cannot deny that artwork was fucking awesome. Was like and then you fun. set radio straight grinded down the like stair rail. And yep. I was like, eh, okay. But then you find out that that was done by a, a very prominent anime artist. And it's just, just oh, before I roll into the stuff I like, I will mention the one thing that I found that was annoying. I mean, I discussed this with you earlier. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think you kind of agreed with it, but it was um, the fact that you use X for everything. Yeah. Okay. And this only becomes a problem because you'll go to ambush somebody and whack, you're on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. That happens to me a lot, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And that almost got me killed once. (laughs) Almost got me killed once. I was like, hey, let me just ambush this dude. No. Now get sneak attack, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they fucking ended up just putting it in my butt, just punishing you. Yep, and I was like, oh, look, you're starting like, well, this is you're really not so fucking smug now, you little shits. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is easy. Yeah, look at us, we're badass. Oh my god, we're gonna die. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that uh, that ended up almost wiping me once, but I, I managed to recover. I still haven't died yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, I've made it up to the point where we sent the calling card. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm almost at the end of the first palace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like four days before the deadline. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I most of this time has been railroad. Most of it's been like, oh, you're it home? Will. go to fucking sleep, you piece of shit. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I want. Where does that sound familiar, Chris? And I'm like, okay, well, uh, you know, I wanted to, I kind of wanted to go do some stuff, and they were yeah. like, nah, fuck you, go fuck off. And I was like, oh, okay. I would get infuriated. I brought it up on the podcast. It's like, man, this is the third night in a row where it's great. I've got some really good story. But again, I've been denied everything where the game yeah. just basically says, shh, go to sleep. I don't want to go to sleep. There's so much of the <laughs> shit I need to be doing. It's no, like, no, hey, no, 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 no. Just go to sleep. It's okay. It's like, hey, look at all this shit. You can't do it. Goodbye. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that, is, that is mildly annoying. Because um, you see like, Oh, there's a bathhouse. I wonder what happens when you go there. You won't fucking find out for two weeks because fuck you. It is mildly annoying until you get further in the game and realize, hey, we can, you got plenty of time. You got plenty of time. Yeah, and it's I, okay. I, I, I get that. But in the beginning, coming from a fresh perspective, this isn't my fucking 4,000th hour. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
at the beginning, you're looking at it and you're like, man, they gave me this big ass playground that I can't use. Yeah. It'll get and bigger. There's a whole lot of where the fuck am I supposed to be going? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, hey, look, there's all this shit. And you're like, as you run around in fucking circles. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. Uh, I figured out, you know, a little bit of the system on my own, and they've got a pretty good tutorial that's still fucking going. It 10 will hours still into be going. Yeah. Every it, time you unlock a I new thing. Like, New Game Plus, they're still fucking throwing new tutorials at you. <laughs> so basically, you hate this game, is what I'm hearing. No, no. Actually, <laughs> I, I'm not going to give it like a definitive rating. Yeah, right no, now, no, no. Are I you enjoying say, what you're playing so far? I will say that I have thoroughly enjoyed what I've played so far. Thoroughly enjoyed. I like, it was good. I've that's, done my part. From Adam? Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. Because he really hates good. sweet coding, so shit. Fuck this you. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Let me just put this out there. I will never let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Suicode's good. Is it better than Persona 5? Careful, Persian. These may be your last words as king. I will say, yeah, because I beat it right now. Okay, okay. But, uh, We'll see. We'll anyway. see where Persona Five jumps as soon as it gets done with it. Because I mean, it may and he may suck. He may mm-hmm. just be like, yeah, now. Nah. So let's talk a little bit of Persona. What you've done so far. So okay. you, you, let me tell you, let me tell you this fucking thing first. Okay. Fuck that dude you live with. Fuck him. Sojiro. Right yeah. Fuck that dude. He's like, let me be a complete fucking asshole to you. Oh, you got a cat? Oh, what you name a cat? Ugh. <laughs> What the fuck I let you name my cat, you piece of shit? You're, You're living like in shit. his house. You got me living in the fucking warehouse. You make me clean your shit. You constantly fucking heckle me. I'm doing the best I can. You're like, nobody cares that you got completely fucked over. I know you got fucked over and I still don't care. You fucking piece of shit. And then you fucking, oh, I wanted to name the cat. I'll punch you in your fucking mouth. If they'd have, just been, if they'd have been like, interrupt, you know, Mass Effect, just interrupt. Just bam, right in his fucking mouth. I'd have done it. You will come to love Sojuro. It's yeah, okay. Well, I got it too at the beginning of the game. He's playing a hard ass. He's playing uh-huh. the anti-protagonist. I'm not but. the one. I'm not the one. So, uh, yeah. That kind of stuff, you know. It's a, it, and I say this in jest because yeah, yeah, the, the I know. Game, I understand what the game's doing. It's yeah, fun, but yeah. Um, so far, I really like the way, as you mentioned, the the battles are very stylistic. Everything's very stylized. Everything's very kinetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like that. I leave most of the party for the most part on auto up until I start to get low on SP. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I know I could be more efficient if I manually told them to not fucking waste their shit mm-hmm. but you know at this point we're just kind of breezing through enemies while we have you know the mana so see if, if I'm not mistaken and I thought this was the default as well I thought you could set your party any way you want to and you, you can. can have them set to just physical only yeah because when I go into auto which is about 90% of the time in that game all they do is attack all they do is straight attack no SP at all well see I don't want to do that well then you. I want to see you, them, you I see them just do stuff. So that's true. Hey, yeah, yeah. enjoy. Yeah. It. Sometimes they do the right thing. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, more often than not, they do the right thing. If they know there's a weakness, yeah. they'll tag out. They'll do exactly what the fuck they need to do. Mm-hmm. So the AI is pretty pretty smart about that, mm-hmm. which is another plus for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, little things like uh, the way the menu pops up is pretty fucking cool. Uh, 
the money, the money situation, I think. Uh, I was asking you before about the part-time jobs because that's something I'm, I'm looking into right now. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Right now, it's like down to the pennies because yeah. somebody at some point mentioned something about there being an achievement for getting all the soft drinks, and guess what I spent <laughs> all my money on? <laughs> so the thing about money, uh, this is just more brilliance on their part. They're really trying to get you in the mind frame of being, I am not from this town. I don't have a job. How the fuck am I going to get money? I, I guess maybe I'll have an allowance. Maybe, maybe not. So your in-game struggle to find money is pretty canon. As far as how you're going to get it, you're going to... There's so many ways. Jobs are one of them, yeah, but in, in the palaces, you can grind for money. You can have personas give you money. You can sell the items. You're Also, as you're going through the dungeon, you're going to find a bunch of various treasures. When you go to the item shop or the weapon shop to go sell stuff, they're going to be a strict category that says, hey, here is all the shit that you found in the dungeon that you can't use. Which I still haven't fucking sold yet. So right. Probably got- and when you do, it says, hey, it, it categorizes it all for you and you don't have to go, okay, well, do I think I need this? Maybe, no, he goes, no, here's all your shit. You want to sell it? Here's the price for it, all of it. Bam. Bye. Here's your money. Yep. So, so after I get out of the dungeon tomorrow, it's going to be my next thing is go to the weapon shop and dump all that crap. Now mm-hmm. I have an entire palace worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll, uh, I'll be in the black probably immediately spend it all on you'll have you'll have new weapons yes. that you yeah you'll have new weapons that you've equipped so you can sell your old equipment just yeah that's yep. don't worry that's oh, of I'm not, all I'm not the concerned i'm just i'm just putting it out there yeah. that's where i'm at this is my situation right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's improving uh i do like the you know i i knew going into this that there was going to be you know the fucking pokemon syndrome mm-hmm. as soon as i run into some shit it's like yeah yep, i don't have that fucking you're coming with me i don't mm-hmm. give a shit what i gotta do to get you yep uh you know i'm starting to learn the proper responses to the personas depending on their you know their temperament or whatever it's called mm-hmm. yeah uh, so as far as my start, I think I'm doing a pretty good job for not using a guide or anything like that. You just got this game a couple of days ago, and you're already telling us you're sending a calling card. I'd say you're doing pretty fucking good. Yeah. So I'm about to, uh, you know, as I said, I enjoyed it. I've, I've kind of got the systems that have been revealed so far down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do wish that the stealth system was a little different. It didn't depend on you press fucking X, but yeah, you know. Beggars can't be choosy, mm-hmm. and everything else is good, so I'll deal with that. Um, so, and unlike Resident Evil, I don't mind putting eyes in a statue on this game because it makes sense. It make mm, it makes sense in the yeah, game. It makes too. sense because it's wacky. You just don't fun. like. Look, we're not we're not about we are not about to fucking compare we're Resident Evil Two to Persona Five. <laughs> Which is your better game right now? Persona Go. 5? Oh, yeah. Get fucked, Resident Evil. Sorry, Resident Evil 2. Yeah, see? You are not Persona 5. Yeah, go ahead and look for yeah. it. It ain't up there. Yeah. Dark Souls took its yeah. spot. Oh, oh crap. What? And maybe another game will be on that wall one day. Well, maybe Persona 5. Coding off watch. No. <laughs> well, that's good, man. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm glad that... I'm glad you have a bunch of games for the PS4. I'm glad you got a PS4. I'm also glad that you got a bunch of games. I mean, when you pull the friend card out. I did. <laughs> I straight like, pulled the card. It's like, dude, okay, it must be fucking serious. On the table. 
Yes. And it, it wasn't serious enough for you to follow through. Yeah. <laughs> because the next morning I opened up the case and it's like, hey, I wonder what the CD looks like. It looks like fucking it's invisible. But you got Persona 5, I didn't, didn't know you? PS4 discs were invisible. But you got Persona 5, didn't you? I did. Yep. Well, that's good. It's 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 so good for the podcast as a whole. It's good for me and Chris. You know, it's good because we can, at the further you go, we can have the, because we've already had these and it's always been back and forth of, well, yeah, a little minor debates here and there, but mostly, man, this shit is on point. So enjoy it. Have a good time and with I, and it. I already told you that guy was named Kurashima or the, the Kamoshida. Kamoshida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dude, be, he had his little fucking outburst in the in the locker room or whatever. Not the locker room, the, the in his office room. or whatever. Yeah, and he turned back his back to the computer. It had been a fucking steel chair right to the back of the head <laughs> right at that moment. And it's like you don't you turn your back. You don't say some shit like that and just turn your back on. You can't go around Not just three killing motherfuckers sitting in a room. You can't go around killing people, Adam. I'm just saying they're gonna they're gonna handle it. The Persona way. Look, they should have pulled out their personas and just murdered him, right? That's not. That's basically what they're trying to do. Yeah. According to uh, according to this, there's a chance he dies. So maybe they're uh, they're they're like, yep, here's, here's murder. Of course, the uh, the what's her name, the uh, investigator chick's already told me that she, he doesn't die; he confesses, mm-hmm. like a little bitch. So spoilers for anybody that plays the game. The game spoils itself. Something I was telling Adam. Uh, and Chris, again, I'm sorry. You haven't played oh, Persona right. 3 or 4, right? Nope. Right. Uh, but he has played and beat Persona 5. How the very beginning of that game, like the first time you're in Velvet Room, you don't realize there's shit going down already. Like You don't know what it is because yeah. you, you, Adam, are baby fresh to the whole Persona series, just like I was. Well, I beat the game. was like, oh, man, I wish I would have fucking paid attention or whatever. Then I went back and played Persona 5, I mean, a 4 and 3, and went, I could have picked up on so much of this shit from the jump if I had known. And I, I just imagine Persona 3 and 4 players going, something's not right here. A lot is not right with all this. So it's mm-hmm. this whole game is a big detective story, and yep. every palace is its own detective story almost. See, I've got a little bit of experience with Persona Three because I'm just through osmosis picked up on yeah you know, a good bit of the story mm-hmm. from fucking uh, just the being around it while my friends played it. But my favorite part of Persona 3 was them shooting themselves in the head to actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, wow, that's that's really jarring when mm-hmm. you see it for the first yeah. time. Like, Persona, blam! <laughs> it's like, well, if you have to kill yourself to summon your Persona, I'm pretty sure it's not worth doing. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, as far as the game goes, I'd say it's 10 out of 10 at the moment, but then again, I'm only ten hours in. Yep. You still got a ways to go, so so we'll we shall see. But I don't expect bad things. I think uh, I think pretty much it's hitting on all cylinders right now. I'm just Everything happy you're from playing. The graphics to the to the music to the systems. Mm-hmm. It's all working in concert to make a very cohesive experience yeah. that I'm enjoying a lot. Couldn't have said yep. it better myself. Uh, anything else that you've done this week? Anything else? I, Thanksgiving, you know, we, oh, we yeah. have a whole, whole lot of time for extra. Yeah. Uh, um, 
you know, we I did get a little bit of uh I did get a little bit of War Thunder in and I did get a little bit of uh Hearthstone in. Uh, but for the most part, it's been Persona. Most of my most of my extracurricular gaming time when I've had it, it has been Persona and you know, I only get about four hours a night to play yeah. if I crack the entire night. To out. quote Adam when we were gonna be dismissed earlier today from work, he was like, Well, I guess I'll go home and play Persona. I was like, Boy, word up where does this sound familiar? <laughs> and guess what happened? It was like kids were like, I'm watching cartoons and I was like, you motherfucker. Went, <laughs> so no Speak, persona for me. Speaking of which, did Not you get that power hours. cord? Did you get that power cord? Hell no. I'd say it was on the couch when oh, yeah, he took it. somebody ate it. My wife probably fucking threw it away. Yep. Or she or she, 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 she beat she's to. gonna beat me with it later. Ooh. Uh, All right, well whatever happens to your personal life, none of my business, buddy. I can't, uh, well, actually, I can wait because I've been waiting, but now it's time for me to get into my week, and it's very important to do this because I've only been playing. Here was the uh, here was the deal, mm-hmm. because it was like, okay, he threw down the friend card, and I, I said, all right, well, you're going to throw down the friend card. I'm returning fire. I got I got to say something, too. That's what it was. Yeah, I was like, if you're going to make me buy a PS4, if you do this, I'll buy it, but if I buy it. You've got to play Xenogears. Yes. And that's what I... So, uh, I feel pretty bad right now because I'm, I'm trying to remember the last game that I played. It, that There was a game I was playing before Xenogears, but before that as well, I beat it. Persona? And, oh, oh, duh. Persona 5, yeah, my, my second playthrough. Uh, I finally platinum that. Got everything yep. in it. And yeah, you're right, Chris. It wasn't... Thank you. Uh, first platinum game I've ever had. I've ever done anything like that. So uh, that was that was cool. Uh, I was worried, like I mentioned in the last episode, about uh, how the last couple trophies were going to pan out. And yeah, it wasn't nothing at all. The fishing, it was... I started the fishing uh, like two days before the thing told me you need to catch it by this point, which you really don't. You can catch it fucking anytime. And... I didn't spend an excessive amount of time. Uh, I used the abilities that I had to check the fish that I needed to check. I got the fish. I got the points. I got it up. Bought the rod. Bought the bait. Caught the fish. Uh, so that was it. Uh, the compendium is just using a guide because I'll be. I'm not fucking guest checking oh, yeah. personas for 17 days. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so I stayed in there one day and got. All the personas, no problem, except for two, because there was a jewel type that I had to go back in Mementos and fish them yep. out. But I got really lucky because the first one I found was the one I need, and the second one I found was the next one I need. So <laughs> all that was done. The la- All the trophies, pretty much, there were no hassle, no muss, no fuss. Um, as soon as I got done with that, the same exact night, I was trying to debate on what I wanted to play. Uh, I didn't even start 17 games. I started one. Uh, for whatever random reason, I got in the mood to play Tomb Raider, the original, the 2016 or 15, whatever one. Right. Because uh, I know I, st- I still have the Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I believe, is the second one. Rise. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Shadow of the last one. one. Yeah, right. And so I made it probably about five, six hours into that. And the next day happened and the Persona 5 and Xenogear stuff happened. So uh, true to my word, because when I do, when I say I'm going to do I'm going to do it. I came home and started playing Xenogears. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. 
I'm probably as well about maybe five, six hours into it. I haven't really had a whole lot of time to it because a lot of personal stuff in life. I had a fucking toilet break. Uh, Thanksgiving holiday took over a lot of that. Uh, we're planning a trip coming up. So it's just a lot of stuff has not had me completely vested as all my hours like normally. But I have put a few hours into Xeno Gears and I'm just going to talk about a few notes that I've taken here. Uh, so, uh, that top part of my notes doesn't count because that's me actually physically taking notes on this game. I'm trying my best to pay strict attention to what's going on plot wise in this game because I know well ahead of time, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of intricacy. There's a lot of, uh, there's just a lot in this game. So I've really been trying my best to take my time with the dialogue comes up when the text comes up and try to read and go okay i need to remember that that's way out of left field so i need to remember that and i feel like i'm doing okay so far Mm -hmm. i have found a couple summaries like plot summaries on youtube in case i need to be refreshed on something but i feel so far i feel pretty confident that it they're giving it to me straight so far Mm -hmm. uh but i did notice some things that i wanted to bring up about the game these are not deal breakers they're just things that I've noticed as well, kind of like your PlayStation 4 notes. Um, right off the bat, no quick text button function at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I had a hard time trying to think of other RPGs in my time that haven't had a way to the text is going across the screen, press another button, all the text is loaded, and move on. Right. This game, you got to take it fucking as it is. There is no quick text. There's no way to make the the text go faster. There's I don't even know if there's a way to make the text speed go faster. I can't find options. I don't think. Well, I th- maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe I have. I don't think I've found options in this game. There should be some options. I don't know if that's one of them. Yeah, I'll I'll take another look. But yeah, in any event, I've had to. I can read much faster than what they're giving me the text. I get it. They made it that speed because they got to take the mass audience. But every most RPGs have a way to go. Click, 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 click. And this doesn't have it. Uh, yeah, prostitution. Yeah. Way early in this game, as in the very first fucking town in this game. I don't know how old Faye is. He's like seven. And this woman's like, hey, boy come fuck me for some money and i was like wow they're fucking putting this out there okay now i'm you know I'm, why i like this game i'm really exaggerating faye's gotta be in his fucking late teens or early 20s but a woman's like hey you want to come back to the room and the bartender's like don't say that shit to him she's like i know but you know if you do or just <laughs> it's like they really they play the joke up but i was like wow if i was playing this game at this age and not having seen this just prostitution right at the beginning of the game cool not cool but wow uh (laughs) so i I talked to an npc and listened to the story and the reward that they gave me for listening to the story was cow feed of some type and i thought that i read it wrong but they were like yeah this is the preferred whatever of the cow isn't that right cow and the cow went or whatever cow 32-bit sound effect they put in there Mm -hmm. i was like all right i get cow food for a reward uh yeah, the chicken was the worst. I went to a chicken and clicked it, and it, you know you're expecting Legend of Zelda or whatever. This thing went. Aah! I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And I did it again to make sure, and it sounded even worse, even though it was the same. There's effect. a plot reason behind it. I guess sound. so. I guess so. That sounded horrible. It was like, it's "Please like, kill me." Because, you know, Deus had heard that you're you know, so full of shit right now. <laughs> 
Uh, so Adam, who has told me multiple, multiple, multiple things about Xenogears, was all up my ass when he found out that I played this game. He's like, did you talk to Luca? And I was like, no, I actually forgot that you could talk to Luca. She does make a guest experience. For those of you that don't know, I don't know how you don't know, but Luca is a main, uh, one of the main characters in uh, Chrono Trigger. Uh, so yeah, she makes a guest appearance in here, and I talked to her, and there was a cool little moment where she's giving you a tutorial, and she goose up, and she does a tutorial, Adam, you forgot to tell me this shit, you asshole, she takes 28 fucking gold from me, That's worth and I was like, pause, you got to talk to Luke. pause, when did Luca ever take money from anybody in Chrono Trigger, when did she ever give did off that air? Did you never notice that fucking Luca was a complete bitch? She was not like, you that, will do what I say. I I guess <laughs> I just never took her for like, she, hey, here, here she's like, take, you owe me, take your you money. owe me money. Uh, Fei Fong Wong. The first time I heard his dialogue, I said, "That's fucking Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles." Now be damned, he sure is, voiced by the same guy. Cool stuff. <laughs> uh, Ellie has a lot of similarities to Oscar from Neon Genesis Evangelion. She is uh. She's very strong-willed. She has red hair. She pilots a mech. I drew the connection. There you go. Uh, this Chris pissed me the fuck off because I spent <laughs> oh way more time on this than I had to, and I don't know why they did it this way. So, mm-hmm. Chris, I go into a town, first town I get to, where I can go to a shop and buy gear. Of Standard. course you're going to buy gear when you go yeah. to a shop. and It's a fucking RPG, Adam, you fucking asshole. Okay. You're going to go. So I went in, and I bought gear. Now... I love what they had, which is what some RPGs miss, and it really pisses me off. It had a way to go, oh, were you buying this gear? Here's what it changes. It goes up or down. It, it gives you more or less. I was like, fuck yeah. So, of course, I saw blue this, blue that, and I was like, give me the blue. Give me the blue. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the audience can't see the oh, Adam face right now. So, you, Chris, if I was to ask you, which of these two colors go up? Red or blue? What would you think? I mean, come come on. I mean, I'd read. Come on, probably, probably blue if I just had colors. Because you would think red as bad as a negative. It depends. I mean, I'm gonna bring a fourth party in here. uh, I'm gonna bring a fourth party in here. I'm gonna look mostly at the shapes. Uh, Is it up arrow down arrow? Nope, no arrows. It was just the shapes. It goes plus. So, uh, and that could, I, th- I think, what well, does it go plus? I don't think it has a plus or a minus. I don't remember. Either way, I'm just excited to get to a town. I'm excited to finally spend some of this gold and go buy gear in the first town. It's always a fun thing to do. I get all this gear. I go in, I go back out, go to the equip menu, and it starts equipping, and it's like everything you bought is garbage. Whoa, <laughs> there's no way. I, and they're like, no, this goes down everything you just said. I said, Okay, so I went back into the same shop, and they said, yeah, the red numbers, if it's red, it it goes up. So fuck you, Adam, for not telling me this. Because I How spent, was I supposed to know you wouldn't be able to read numbers? I'm sorry, I didn't know that red, the this bad is a color. This sophisticated game for sure. Sophisticated <laughs> oh, is that what it is? You have to be Too able deep to do math to do Xenogears. Too deep for me, I get it. All right. Uh... So there was a scene at the beginning where uh, Faye was running after Saiten. Uh, by the way, spoilers for Chrono for uh, Xenogears, just in case, because uh, I 
there's a lot that you could spoil, but there's a lot you're probably going to not understand anyway, but this may be a spoiled one. So there's a scene where Faye was running after uh, Sighton in the desert, and he saw these sand bikers go by on motorcycles, and he was like, well, I better go after them, uh, but how am I going to do that? Oh, he didn't say this, but you could tell the way the game inferred he was going to steal a motorbike. It showed like a biker coming at him, and Faye just stopped, and I was like, he's going to dropkick him, he's going to dropkick him, and he just like went, and the biker got <laughs> just fell over i was like what well i was hoping for a drop kick so, but so if okay. you're riding around your motorcycle and some dude jumps out and goes oh you're not gonna fucking, <laughs> i am you're not gonna lay that bitch down but it's fei fong wong if i was fei really fong wong jumps out at me in a car i'm laying that you're bitch gonna down. suck his dick aren't you i was really hoping no hesitation i was really hoping he was gonna drop kick uh so let me get this straight I want to I want to say this to you, Adam, and see if you remember this and see if it makes sense. Okay. So, Saiten got into the sand buggy. So, so let me set the stage for you. You were in the first town, and you wanted to find parts for the gears. Okay, okay. when you couldn't find the parts in the towns. Sighting or the, the townspeople, however, was like, hey, if you go into the desert, a lot of broken, I think Sighton actually said this, a lot of gears get broken down in the desert. So if I go out there and scour the desert, I can maybe get some parts from, from broken down gears. Okay. So you go to the place where you can get a sand buggy. There's a sand buggy there. You go inside to talk. The guy's like, here you go, rent the sand buggy. When you leave, the fucking buggy's gone. Sighton already left your ass. Yep. So you're telling me Sighton got into the buggy. He scoured the desert. He found some down Kislev gears. He found ones that actually had parts that he needed for the well tall. Grabbed the part, rode the sand buggy all the way through the desert, back through the forest, into the forest, got into the well tall, and piloted it back to where Faye's location was all before dark. All like that. I'm thinking maybe there's some story reason how this shit happened, but that was that took me out for a good minute. I was like, this makes no sense. I just left him in the town. So how the fuck did you make it here, 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 and back to here in like the real lifetime of maybe two hours? Okay. Game time equivalent of a couple minutes. You want me to explain that? No, I don't want you to. I'm just saying that that, when shit like that happens, that makes me go, this game is blow sweet code and garbage. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> Damn. Well, I will tell you this. They tell you exactly what you need to know to have the tendrils to figure that out. Okay. Uh, but they're not anytime soon, and they're going to be, you're not even probably going to notice. That's fine. You Just notice that I'm, I pick up on shit like that. Like, even in a game, well, it's you, a video game why, mind. Why I was like, that was fast. Ask himself this question. I hope so. But, uh, yeah, it would have revealed some plot points way earlier. Yeah. It's like me right now telling you, hey, I'm going to meet you over there at your house, and you only live like 10 miles from here. Oh, before I get to your house, I've got to go to fucking Canada first. And then I go to Canada, come back here, and I'll do, what have you been doing? I've been waiting on you all day. Like, that, it just it really blew me off. Uh, 
so those are some nitpicks, some noticing things, some bad. There's nothing. There's nothing bad about this game at all. I do like the sprite work in this game. I do like the battle system. I love having the combo things. I love going back and uh, for for frame of reference for the audience as well. I played through Xenogears at least once. Uh, I'm pretty sure at least only one time, but that was close to two decades ago, and I have forgotten all of it. And even though Adam has told me the story of this game probably five times by now i've still forgotten so much because there's there's just so much to to, uh to take in so i'm essentially playing this game for the first time again and uh taking a lot of the sights in the sand there are a few times here and there like when he when when they were in the desert and they fell down the hole i was like i remember getting out of the i remember getting out of here but it's not like yeah yeah i remember this i remember that this is this is almost like a fresh game for me so uh from the, the the battle system i'm very impressed with um i'm slowly going back through and having to remember death blows i like the i like the uh, the, the death blow system period i think it's pretty cool yep. uh of course the sprite graphics are right up my alley the music music music's great uh as far as i'm play, i am playing this game with a very attentive nature like way more attentive than i normally do and it's because i know what's coming i know especially in the second disc it's gonna be dump here you go shit for you and it's 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 me gonna keep everything together uh, but again, if I do get lost, I've got shit I can watch. I can I can take it in. As far as the game itself, I I, I am enjoying it. It's it's it's. I'm like, all right, I, I see what this had. You kind of make had. me want to explain that last little question you had. Uh-huh. That's that. That's kind. I'm like, I know the definitive answers to yeah. everything you have there. Yeah. But whether or not you'll pick that up when they drop it mm-hmm. is. Because, I mean, I don't even remember what, what point in the game they say the two things that they needs to be said. Yeah. But. We'll see. I we'll mean, see. this is a test for me as well. I mean, I've been pr- I've been pretty good about the typical standard RPG fare of, like, going into a town and talking to every NPC. Do I have to talk to everybody twice? I don't, I haven't had, I haven't, I haven't, no, what, never mind. I answered that myself because the first, like, three NPCs that I came to, I tried that. It was, like, same dialogue repeat, same dialogue repeat. So, yeah, they don't... Thank God they don't do shit like that. But that shit. Be, no. Oh, but I do talk to every NPC. I try to pick up little nuances here and there and try to get facts rearranged in my head. And, uh... Uh, I forget what you said. You know, you don't, you didn't want me to play this game as as, as something something. But I, I'm the only thing I'm playing it. The only thing different that I'm doing to any other RPG that I played is I'm r- really trying to pay attention to make sure that I keep facts down. Mm-hmm. If I'm at a point where they give me 16 paragraphs of the plot and I'm like I understood about 90, percent I go try to look something up or try to get it straight. Yeah, because one of the things, if, if you ever end up in situations like you did where mm-hmm. it's like this just doesn't fucking object makes sense mm-hmm. I can probably tell you what the the roundabout answer is yeah uh, and it'll also be another test for me as well because maybe I'm maybe I'm just blown out of proportion maybe I'll get to the end of this game and go it was it was a lot but it wasn't that bad it's it, we'll see we'll see I know I know I see that face you're giving me but that will be what I will be continuing to play. Now, just a forewarning for you and the audience as well. Uh, my wife and I are going to be on vacation here this next week. And then I'm going to be on uh, basically away from home a while longer after that. So there's probably going to be one or two episodes that I'm just not going to be here. Or we're not going to have a podcast at all. So 
I'm going to have a, yeah, that's the, uh, he's making a fist over there, Chris. The idea is maybe they'll just record and just send me the audio and I'll take care of it myself. But, uh, the main thing I'm getting to you is that as there's going to be a couple weeks, I'm not going to play it as I hope I don't lose it in those two weeks. If I do, I'll just start the game over. I'll watch the fucking video, but, um, this will be what I will be working on until pretty much until I beat it. Uh, I don't have any other games that I'm really, there's a lot of steam game. We just had another steam sale, gentlemen. I don't know if, if I think it's still going on. I think it was yes, to the 27th today. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I bought a few more games in that thing too. One of which was dragon quest 11, the newest dragon quest. Hmm. And, uh, I've heard a lot of great things about it. So I've been wanting to try that one out too. That's on sale on Steam right now? Uh, it was. It was marked down. To, uh, it was, I think it was like 30% off or something like that. So Got some homework to do when I get home. Yeah. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's one that I've been itching to work on. But again, that's, that's one game. There's like 40 other games on my Steam list that I want to play on top of the 80 other games that I need to play. Mm-hmm. So, But right now... It's all Xeno Gears. I'm working through it. Don't really have anything else non-gaming related. No anime, none of that stuff. So uh, that's pretty much it for me, guys. I think we get through, we got through everybody's week, didn't we? Yeah. Sure did. Yep. It's time to roll into one of my favorite topics in the world. Uh-oh. Why Michael's opinion is better than Adam's. That's that's it. Delusion, not an opinion. So this is an episode. Uh, the 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 topic for today's episode is our individual top five RPGs. Now I'm going to tell you the audience right now that already know already know us. Most of these games are pretty much redundant. I mean, I already I pretty much pinpoint two games that are going to be on there. Uh, we're not doing our usual uh, our usual rules here. Uh, for one, we're only dealing with five games. So if Chris's five is my number one, I'm not going to be like, mm, I'm going to hold it to the chest. We're just going to talk about these five games individual or whatever many number of games. Uh, and for the for the. Uh, Well-acquainted end of time cast audience, you're probably going, wait a minute. You guys already did this. Your very first episode. Our episode, our first episode was top five RPGs, but that was also a very weird ruled way that Adam did it that nobody liked. Nobody, <laughs> nobody at all liked this freaking pick one game from a category of. I think it's got more views than this episode. Um, so we're addressing it for a couple reasons. One, because we have Chris here. The first time we did it was just me and Adam with this retarded category thing we Ooh. did. Now we're doing it with just a standard way, just top five RPGs, and Chris gets his opinion. We're also doing it this way because sometime in the future, uh, and I hope you guys do a little bit more homework, we're going to do an end-of-time cast. That's all three of us coming together with our singular opinion of the top probably ten RPGs of all time. That's more of debate. This is less debate and more of us telling our personal opinions, just giving some backstory or or uh, some memories about certain games. So I did go ahead and make a top 10 list. And I got to tell you, this was there were a couple items on this top 10 list that were pretty fucking hard. Uh, Just to give a little spoiler alert, my my mental debate between uh i have witcher witcher 3 and mass effect on here and i took i think chris adam was watching me at work i was mentally exhausted trying to make this debate 
because they're both great games. They're both great RPGs, but they're so different in their own respects. And it's like you're putting one fucking grade A material against another grade A material and saying you got to pick the better one. It's like, God, they're so good. Skyrim was the easy choice after that. Yeah, Skyrim went to number one right off the bat. I mean, I'm sure there's no arguing that at all here correct right so uh no rhyme or reason to this guys let's just let's just uh plow through these top five and uh and and get this teeth pulled i'll i'll start with my first one my uh my number five rpg of all time uh is witcher 3 that's the one that i picked nice. uh a couple reasons why i picked this one and it's so it's so crazy how i had to magic work this in my head because i've only played through the witcher one time and technically i haven't really beaten the witcher 3 all the way because there's one giant piece of dlc i have not even touched yet whereas mass effect i've done everything in mass effect i think i've actually went through mass effect twice the difference is uh, I remember Adam making an argument about this for a game back in the day. I forget which one it was, but uh, the mile wide, foot deep, mm-hmm. that back and forth. And again, this is our personal list, so I know what I'm going to say is all subjective, yada, yada, yada. But every, it felt like almost every little town, I whether I went to a big city in Witcher 3 or a small town, I could find one to five different stories of just stuff that made me go, this is fucking interesting. This is awesome. And how one story would lead off into another one and lead off into another one. And you weren't anywhere near the same place as you started off on. Like, I, well, how am I here? How am I fighting like wraiths in this graveyard? I started by telling that guy I was going to freaking kill these wolves that were killing his sheep. How did I get it? Um, the writing in The Witcher 3. It just for whatever personal reason, it just has a slight edge on the writing in Mass Effect, even though the Mass Effect writing is also good. This is a very, very hard freaking mental fight for me. Uh, graphics, yeah, I would say that Witcher 3 kind of outdoes Mass Effect 1 in the graphics department. Uh, mainly because of the age the the age is kind of very, I I hate saying that cuz I feel like a douchebag but I mean it is true when you stand on a planet that has foliage or whatever in mass effect you don't get anything like what you get when you just stand in a field in Witcher 3 yep. you see grass moving trees swaying you see freaking falcons flying by and I don't know the graphics department was kind of a no-brainer for me um there's intrigue in both of these games. There's there's so much to take away, but I, I don't want to focus on just the fact that I picked Witcher 3 over Mass Effect. That's a whole nother list. That's I mean, we're talking about the number five, the Witcher 3. I've had a lot of fun in the Witcher 3. I wanted to actually pull up my, my game and see how many hours I put into it. Uh, we may have even talked about it on our one of our old podcast uh, shows, Adam, but I know I put well over 100 hours into that game. Uh, because I did a lot, did a lot of I'm, shit in that I'm game. I'm sitting on eighty. Yeah, and I am, and you're way lower than you. Yeah, uh, and I, I didn't so much steamroll through that game. I just kept going because I kept wanting to do more, mm-hmm. and I just kept getting involved in more and more shit. And they had a really good way of keeping you know, the map as a checklist and stuff like that. So. I I thoroughly enjoyed my time with Mass Effect. I thoroughly enjoyed my time with The Witcher 3. Uh, 
I love all the stories. I love the camaraderie that you have with the other witchers. I love all the just like, hey, I know you, you're a witcher or hey, fuck you, you're a witcher. Just so much stuff involved in this game. Uh, the combat system using the, having the magic involved as well. I remember specifically that one quest where you have to go through all the dandelions like uh, girlfriends. Yes. Chase them all over town. Yes. And like, where is he at? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a day or two. Like walking into a town and being like, sure. Can, will somebody pay me? Cool. You have money. What do you, what problem do you have? We have this problem. You're like, all right, I'm a witcher. You pay me. I'll do your job. And then you come back about an hour later and go, what the fuck is going on in this village? Oh, well, no, 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 no. Don't fucking lie to me. Don't bullshit me. There is some shit going on, and I'm not going to be fucking blah, blah, blah. And you come back and go, y'all are still lying to me. I'm, I will get to that. Fuck y'all. I'm going to get to the bottom of this myself. And that that's like one. And that happens like every other time. It's yep. just it's not always what do you need? Go kill the wolf. I'm going to go kill the wolf. Hey, kill the wolf. Here's your money. Bye. That happened rare. The more times was intricate stories and shit happening go kill the thing oh well the thing's only here because y'all are fucking around yep go kill the thing four steps out of the gate you get mugged it's like well you get tied up and brought to a whole other city it's like oh so we meet again it's like how the fuck am i in the city i was uh i love it i love it so witcher 3 made my number five it was a hard decision but had to be made i made it witcher 3 is my number five adam number five rpg of all time Little game called Final Fantasy VII. Nice. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I told you guys in Discord. It's not fair to not tell the audience there are no rules for this list. So if there are five Final Fantasies, then that's cool. So uh, you picked Final Fantasy VII for number five. Awesome. Awesome. Excellent. It's getting a remake soon. I don't know if you've heard that. <laughs> um, soon, TM. Yeah. Soon. Oh man. Uh, what can I say? This is one of the breakout stars. It, it kind of like revitalized the genre, mm-hmm. to be totally honest with you. Uh, PlayStation era came out. It. I remember these big two-page ads. It was, this was back when uh, the Ultra or the the Nintendo sixty four was. There was a big. I heard, I heard you trying to put that ultra out there. Yeah. You're not wrong. That's yeah. It was, the it was ultra, ultra sixty four. Yeah. But uh, the the big debate going down in the video game world, if you read video game magazines and stuff like that, because the fucking internet didn't exist. Um, well, it kind of existed, but not yeah. really. Yeah. Um, the big debate was CDs versus cartridges. Everybody was like, "Oh man, you know." Are we gonna we're gonna switch to cartridges? Cartridges load instantly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to sit there and wait on the CDs. Well, CDs can hold in more information. You get video and all that kind of stuff. And I remember specifically this one ad. It was a two-page ad that you see in EGM or GamePro or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was a picture of Junin with the big ass cannon. And it said, yeah. "Will you please?" Get all the guys that still play cartridges a cigarette and a blindfold. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, this game looks like it's going to be the shit. And unfortunately for me, I had the most major plot point of the game spoiled before I even got to play it. Ditto. But it was still fucking stellar. They were still, you know, I have my hangups about certain parts of it. 
You know me, I get hang-ups about all kinds of shit. But this game is still a, I mean, from the graphics at the time, it hasn't aged perfectly. No. Um, Parts of it. The music, yeah. the music is still emotional. Oh, yeah. To this day, you immediately get a feeling when you hear Final Fantasy VII music. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. this brings me back to there. This brings me back to there. The music was well done. The graphics were well done. The gameplay. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Oh. Battle system, from that, material from the system, crazy camera angles in the in the open world. Yeah, to the uh, the. You know, the materia system. Mm-hmm. Wow. The mini games in the gold saucer. Yeah. Man. You know, all kinds of little mini games that you could play. Kind of tower defense here and <laughs> a freaking sub go go get in a submarine and go do some submarine shit over there. Put a lot in this game. They did. Yeah. They put a whole lot of effort now, in Now granted not game. everything was fleshed out forty hours each, but still they put they they put a lot <laughs> they in had the and chocobo and racing and chocobo. all that. Yeah. It all so, worked. I mean, it would, amazingly fun um and this i mean really this game could be debated for hire mm-hmm. this is just my personal preference yeah yeah uh and it was between this and lunar sorry lunar oh sorry lunar <laughs> see if you put seven higher then you could have lunar on there yeah, I could have. I can look. look I can. We're not. We're not doing the end of time cast top ten RPGs to, like debates and shit already. Oh, Come yeah, on, we, y'all. we've already gotten sixes and all. God, categories. I can hear this now. Well, look, if you give me Sweet Coden two, I'll give you Lunar. No, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is the part where the bargaining comes in. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, in any case, poor Lunar mm-hmm. got dropped to number six. That's uh, okay. I got you. That's cool. I'm going to talk about some Lunar too, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was an amazing game. It was every every front. This thing was the complete and total package. I don't think anybody could deny that. It's mm-hmm. you know it's got an interesting story. It's got an in- interesting gameplay, and it's one of those games where you can go back and beat it and then look for things when you go through the second mm-hmm. time that maybe you didn't notice and that's always fucking fun. Yeah, like looking for ways to bring errors back that don't work. Yeah, that don't exist. Uh, like I said, quick time event. Yep. No. No. <laughs> I did not say yeah to that. You that's did. A, you did. You Adam it. went behind me and put in me going, yeah. Yeah. No. Now you got a quick time a bit that saves Eris next time. Now he's going back and editing me saying that over myself. No. Uh, yeah. So. yeah. Thinking about it, the only thing I've really ever heard people say negative about Seven when they're like, oh, it's not as good of a game. It's not actually that good. It's like, well, what's so bad about that? Like, Cloud. What? What? It's like he's just an emo guy or something. No, the fuck. Really? You must be thinking Have of Squall. Squall. No. <laughs> uh, this is also said about Cloud, yeah. Wow. He's just, he's weird. Let me, let me tell it doesn't you doesn't make sense. And, and I told Michael this, and I'll tell you this, because it needs to be said. I was playing Final Fantasy VII when I first got it. I knew this game was going to be fucking cool, and I was like, yeah, this game sounds, you jump off the train, you do a little flip, you know, and you go around fucking shit up, and he's like, I'm a soldier, I'm just here for the money, whatever, oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I remember You now. get back to fucking Sector Seven. all right? You see the report on the news. And he Barrett says some cross shit to Cloud, mm-hmm. and Cloud gets right the fuck up in his face. Bows up, like what? Do something. Mm-hmm. That's the moment I knew. 
Mm-hmm. That this dude was a total fucking badass, and that <laughs> I wanted to see what happened to him. And it was like it was like, yep, nope, sold. This is why this I'm I'm gonna, I'm just retelling what you told me as well. Uh, this is why you do you don't equate Cloud and Squall ever because train scene happens. Biggs and Wedge get off the train. Squall gets off. Barrett says, hey, we need to go up there and take down that 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 plate, whatever. And Squall goes, whatever. Whatever. Uh, and then, then nothing ever happens and the game's over. Congratulations, you <laughs> played. You've played what an blade. emo fun. No. <laughs> Cloud is very odd and he's different and he got some, yeah. he has some emo shit. But he again, when you go through that game and see how masterfully they wrote that his story, very good. Very good. So cool. Final Fantasy VII, you're number five. Chris. All right. So first, I hate you Damn. For, Damn. Popping this, for popping this on us last week. <laughs> this is not a list that should be done in a week. For those at home, I'm shaking my notebook yeah, at Michael is. right now. That's the most furiously is, I've ever seen a notebook shaking. <laughs> This is a very, very difficult thing. There are so many games I've played mm-hmm. that I remember nothing about. I'm sure they were amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I have Xenogears Gears written off to the side mm-hmm. as a very high honorable mention. Mm-hmm. It's just been so long. Yeah. And I know it was a good game. You should go back through it too, and then y'all can compare notes, and I can sit here and go, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> we'll see. But it's like I just... I need more time. I wanted to play things over. I wanted to do some research. I wanted to in really my get defense, into it. since RPGs are our wheelhouse, oh, I yeah. kind of figured this would be a little not easy. I'm not saying it was easy. I'm just saying that three out of the five were already fucking solidified. I'm pretty sure three of them are already set in stone. But. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've and one of the things, one of the reasons that. This is more difficult for me. It's because I know there are great RPGs I haven't played. Some you haven't or played I haven't too, played yeah. through all the way. Mm-hmm. So I can't put them on my list if I haven't even put more than a few hours in. Right. I just can't. So even though, hey, Chrono Trigger, awesome. It's not on my list. Because mm. I haven't played all the way through it. Right. So, yep. yeah. It's understandable. Um, but yeah, so my number five is a little, you know, it's part of a franchise. Sort of well known. Um, Pokemon Blue and Red. Wow! Didn't so, we ask this question before? Yep. Is Pokemon an RPG? I think by the metric we determined, it may it might fall in there because there are party mechanics, leveling skills, party, yeah, story. We, we had this just a little sidebar for some behind the curtain. Me and me and Mike had this like in-depth discussion on what constitutes an RPG because they were like, yeah, we, we could we, we talk got about skill before, progression yeah. and we've got blah 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 blah. We've got skill progression. We've got team tactics. We've got leveling. Uh, we've got yeah, not necessarily leveling, but we've got different oh, moves that me, come man. unlocked when you gain certain skills. And we mm-hmm. were talking about fucking Madden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we we're like, you can't call Madden an RPG, so. No Wait, what point, at what point do we differentiate a game that has RPG mechanics integrated, like Dark Souls, mm-hmm. is a 3D action 
uh, platform, heavily action oriented platform, yeah, uh, with RPG mechanics. Mm-hmm. So, at what point does it become a full scale RPG? And they, yeah. I guess the answer we came to is it's got to be heavily story based, and typically, in most cases, you'll find party party dynamics. mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokemon's totally an RPG, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Blue and Red, this is... Uh, Michael and I talked about this a little bit uh, yesterday, I think it was, during Thanksgiving, but uh, I started out with Pokemon, I want to say Blue. I think I ended up playing both, but I think I had Blue and then Yellow later on. But I didn't. it didn't really dawn on me just how good overall it was until I started playing Let's Go. Hmm. I'm like, man, this is so much fun back in the day. And it's like, man, this is this is a behemoth. You know, it's a huge franchise on its own. It's the it's the reason the DS, one of the reasons the DS is what it is, mm-hmm. you know. Um man. Uh the that collection, you know, it's a staple in a lot of games now, haven't yeah all that collecting 108 stars you know yeah um but having all these pokemon uh it uh having all the pokemon to choose from is great it gives you all that flexibility to do basically how you want to play the game and aside from you know the weakness you know super effective type uh whatever you call it flow Mm-hmm. Um, you can really play however you want to. Mm-hmm. If you want to play through with, you know, a group of Squirtles, you totally could. Yeah. You're going to have a bad time in some spots. Yeah, yeah you're going to get fucking But heck. for the most part, you can do it, you yeah. know. Uh, it gives you that flexibility. Um, story is fairly simple. You know, there's it's mm-hmm. not, it's a child's game. Yeah. You know, even more so than a lot of the other games we played as children. Uh, this one's actually geared more towards children, uh, younger children. So it's not overly complicated, but it gives you a uh, sense of accomplishment as you go through the gems, become the Pokemon champion, you know, and then go on to catch the legendaries, mm-hmm. spending who knows how long to try to determine when to use your one Master Ball. Mm-hmm. You know, it, overall, just such a great experience, um, especially at a younger age. Yeah. Like playing on the original Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. My my number four. It was easy. Uh, it was it was hard to make the list out. It was easier once I started putting numbers into play. My number four is Persona Five. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. For many that's many reasons. Many many. Yeah, I know. And that's that's all. It's always like a, I don't know about that. But again, I I think I've made my case very clear on any, even even previous episodes of this podcast. Uh, this game brings it to the fucking table. This game sees a room that says, "Hey, top tier music, top tier graphics, story, narration, gameplay, quality of life, features, style." And Persona 5 just steps in and goes, here I am. This is what you asked me for, and here I am. Uh, I cannot... I would be stretching my mind to think of the negative things of this game, and I feel like most of that would come down to nitpicking. Yeah. Uh, Like, I've heard 
an example, some negativity I've heard thrown at this game has been like the translation. I'll tell you right now, if there are translation errors or translation confusions, I, I didn't before. come across them. No. Um, I do see, much like uh, I did in 4 and 3 as well, I do see that, of course, a lot of this stuff is based around Japanese uh, mainstays like you know they have a school there they have a high school there their high school sport is not football it's soccer it's track team it's typical stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, there's fairs where they wear uh, uh, yukatas and stuff like this so I can see where they have typical Japanese fair in it but they translated it over just fine for me everything worked just fine in my book um, every single place you go to attack this game it just parries masterfully it's, it's, it's got all the things in the right places uh, I played through the game twice I put more hours than I've had in some games that I've played multiple times this is over 470 hours um, I've made this case before I hate saying this because I don't know where I don't even know where it's going to go but I feel like I'm, it's going to be a strong contender soon to be on my wall of all time but uh, <laughs> this game came out of nowhere it took me by surprise. It kept me going. And I, I would never have thought I put that many hours into an RPG. Not an MMORPG. An right. RPG that normally you're like, okay, 60, 70 hours, pretty good's fair. Like, no, 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 no. You're going you're gonna to put way more than that. So a lot of that's filler. No. A lot of that's confidant building. A lot of that's doing all this extra stuff that you may think it sounds menial, but it all plays in. The, uh, I've tried my best to explain some of this to Adam without giving things away, but he is now seeing it as well. It's not just the systems. It's the amount of intricate systems that intricately it's, work together. It's a, it's a finely woven tapestry yes, of, of intermeshing systems and mm-hmm. mechanics that come together to make a very cohesive experience. It never feels like you did you wasted something. Yes, it never feels that way. It also never feels like you're fucking overwhelmed. If I was to sit down and explain how all these systems work and tangent and just more than speak it to you, you would think that, whoa, man, there's, that's just too much. But when you get in and you play the game, all fits, all flows, it all works. And you get you get very good at all this very easily. Uh, so yeah, from start to finish, multiple playthroughs, at least two so far as of this episode, I feel very confident in putting Persona on a list. I definitely felt confident putting it up in the top 10 and I put it pretty far up my top 10. It is my current, uh, as of this episode, number four RPG of all time. Adam, number four. My number four. Now this was a pretty heated debate. In my own mind, mm-hmm. I had to. It'd be like that sometimes. My number four RPG of all time, Xenogears. Okay, I kind of figured it was going to be on this list somewhere. I didn't yep. think it was going to be in our top five. Yep, it would. It was definitely going to be in my top five because it is one of the ones that, as you can fucking tell from my ability to grasp the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it on there, Adam? Because I understand it. Oh, well. Yeah, that's right. No, it it took me... I had to play through this game several times to pick up all the little things that were going on. But I did so. And I did so because I enjoyed the game so much. 
all the things you were talking about earlier with the battle system and the sprite mechanics and the interesting way they put a 2D sprites on a 3D world and you could rotate the camera and find all these little secrets and the interwoven, you know, intricacies of the battles and the, you know, going through the, uh, the plot points and stuff like that. It was just, it was so good. Mm -hmm. It was so good. And it was until I saw Persona 5, it was the most kinetic battle system I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Period. Hands down. There was no other battle system that made me feel like I was whipping the enemy's asses quite so badly. Mm-hmm. And that's going through a lot of different games. You think of how many different games you just, you know, when you just truck an enemy. Mm-hmm. I can't think. You just hit the triangle button once in Xenogears and you just hit them harder than you did. In my, you watch the enemy go, and yep. go flying back. It's mm-hmm. really punchy kind of sounds mm-hmm. are playing. Oh, yeah. You start doing combos, and it's like, bop, 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 I love that bop, move. Bop. I, I don't remember if it's a death blow or if it's one of his just chain moves. But when he he has his hands basically pointed down and and curled, and he like basically looks like he's yeah. like shoving something, but he's like digging his hands into him. I'm like, wow, that's the uh, that's the second triangle attack, I think. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, all the little combos they all have they all oomph to them. Yeah. You know? And you, you really feel like you're just knocking the living crap out of the enemies every single time you, even just doing the standard basic weak attack, mm-hmm. you feel like, man, I just, I just punched the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and for each different character, it's different, but it's every bit as satisfying to watch. And later on, you know, different, sometimes the, uh, like, enemies will have different little counters and stuff that to what you're doing and they've got mechanics built in for the office there's so many little things like the infinity mode mm-hmm. you know i had completely forgotten i went back through this recently too and um i'd completely forgotten about the infinity mode until i would just suddenly remembered it in the middle of a battle and i was like oh yeah you do it like this don't you <laughs> and i was like oh oh yeah it's time to destroy some shit now mm-hmm. yeah so just so many so much good stuff but that it sounds it, like it made a solid four for you. Yeah, it made my it made my four solid. Nice, Chris. All right. So, funny enough, my number four is also Persona Five. This is it when I'm when I start making this list. I thought, okay, I'm kind of go backwards in time. What you know, most recent going back, best RPGs I've played. Like I, I have to put. Persona 5 on the list, so mm-hmm. I penciled it in and started putting in other games, and I'm like, man, it really did trump out a lot yeah. of these other ones. Yeah. It's, wow. And it's one of those games where when I started playing it, I was like, okay, this can be a fun game. I played the original Persona as much of a... I did too. Interesting thing as it is, um, didn't make much progress. Yeah, it was... But yeah, it, it was a it thing. Some issues. Um <laughs> so going to Persona 5, I had really no expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately hit with that very bright, colorful, vibrant, non-standard layout of a oh, start screen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I see what they're doing here. I'm not sure I like it, but I see what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. A strong pop art. Yeah. yeah. You know. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in a game. Mm-hmm. You know? And I start playing, and I'm like, okay, you know. Yell at the cat. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's get on. And it's like, okay. 
Story's starting to flesh out. Okay, you got my attention. We're getting personas more. Okay, Velvet Room. Okay, yeah, I vaguely remember this, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it just snowballs and snowballs. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is, wow. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I... I don't think there was anything like you said. You have to kind of fish for negative things. You, you have to really do, man. And like I said, the only nitpicky thing I've had through the first ten hours I played was just that one little sticking issue with the controls, which is completely and utterly minor. Yeah, you know? like I I could hear an extremist me going, "Yeah, but you can't take screenshots and movies in the game." And the, the realist in me goes, "You can play the fucking game. You can't Who do cares? That in fucking any game. You couldn't do that back Fire. in Final Fantasy VI with yeah. that blue, blue boy." Uh, yeah, man, this game. Yeah, and and you're gonna get to see it too. The further you go in, when you take October November time frame, you. You're going to be doing 27 fucking things at one time that right now you're like, there is no fucking way. Yes way. And it, it yeah. all ties in. It's See, all working. And that's that's one of the things is like, just like you said, you couldn't put uh, Chrono Trigger on your list because you haven't beaten it. I can't put this on mine. Right. Even though right. it is it is shaping up to be like it's going to be on there. Yeah. But I did tell him at some point in the future we will have as same thing with God of War minis game. We'll just have an episode where we readdress this because I definitely want to have a trifecta talk about Persona Five. Yeah. That'd be great. So yeah, but Persona it just, Five, the episode part two. Part two. Yep. But it just it culminated into such a perfect storm of mechanics and story and everything. Uh, art, the art style. You know, after playing for a bit, it's like okay. I feel it now. Mm-hmm. The music, it's got me. Okay. All this together. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen a game that lived up to the hype. Yeah. And so far, this one is step for step matching. I can almost tell you, Chris, speaking of the art, when this game finally just hit it home for me, it was the first time I was in a dungeon. I, I don't remember if you had the victory lap at the very first. Remember when you open and you're going through the casino and before there, like the first time I got into a battle and I won the battle and it showed Akira and he, he did the come on motion. He just starts fucking jogging <laughs> and that music, dun, 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 dun. it shows all the fucking XP pop across the screen. You swipe the menu over and I was like, I'm in, I'm in this, yeah. this works. Yeah. This works really fucking good. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad, man. Persona 4, Persona 5 made both of our number fours. That's good news. That's really good news, man. Uh, My number three. So this is where it gets really fucking simple. I could even go 3, 2, 1. Of, but uh, yeah, my number three is Sweet Coden 2. Uh, it is one of the games on my wall. The other two games are also on my wall. Uh, Sweet Coden 2 is a sequel to a damn good RPG. It, uh, it elevates a lot of what was done in Sweet Code 1. The biggest, so one of the biggest things about Sweet Code 2 is it is also a singular game. If you didn't play through Sweet Code 1, if you did play through Sweet Code 1, some of that data and story and whatnot could carry over. If you didn't, and somebody just walked up to you and you don't know what the fuck Sweet Code is, and they hand you Sweet Code 2, you can still play that game. And you could sell that shit for like $500. <laughs> and you can still get a 10 out of 10 experience without being part of the whole stars and all this stuff. It is singular, and it's it's isolated, and I like it for that. 
the story in this game is fucking awesome. It goes it goes hard one way, hard another way. I love the villain of this game, but I love how even when the villain, I mean spoiler for all these games I suppose, but I love when the main villain when when Luca got downed in the game and I mean that whole for one that whole part was awesome mm-hmm. and the game had more they're like there's the main shit ain't even done yet. We're just taking care. We're moving one chess piece off the board. I was like, oh, man. You got more? Yeah, we got more. Uh, the relationship between your main character and Jowie and Anami, the way they all play in together, the way all the stars come together. This game is just so good. It is It is. It is a hold your breath Damn good story. The graphics, sprite-based graphics, a little bit better this time around. The artwork, as you pointed out to me in the, uh, recently, also mm-hmm. done better. I mean, this was a, this was a Kate clear-cut case Everything of somebody. Everything about Suicoden One, which was already awesome, yes, and already good despite all the fuckery that we've been going over. Mm-hmm. It was all good. Yep. Now it's been elevated to ten status. Yep. It went from like eight, eight out of ten, eight out of ten, eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. To or maybe seven out of ten in some horrible cases like the art, yeah, uh, have now jumped and starting to become packed. Battle system is back again. They have the united abilities. Uh, you have a whole and they're bunch even more intricate now. Intricate more that are there. You also have more characters getting involved. You have more characters in the game to find out, and they all, for the most part, to a lesser degree or a more of a larger degree, they have their they are they are fleshed out. There's a reason why they're in the story. Uh, and if you did play Sweet Coden 1, the Sweet Coden 2 going and, and talking back to Sweet Coden 1 about, hey, the Turan Republic, you remember that stuff? We're going to go back there. That fucking blew my ever-loving oh, mind. Yeah. And, they, 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 and I love, and I love, 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 well, we talked about this earlier, the way nostalgia is done correctly by a sequel, unlike, you know, the take for instance the star wars movies where they're like hey look it's a fucking droid you remember droids you remember droids right all right let's move on at right at right yeah it's a lightsaber you like lightsabers yeah all right Mm -hmm. cool that's not how you invoke nostalgia how you evoke nostalgia is doing exactly what suicoden 2 did which is here's this offhanded thing i'll explain it a little bit we'll move on I'll mention it again. I'll bring up a little bit more so you can kind of see how this thing is growing while you're not there. Mm-hmm. You can start to make inferences. Well, uh, here's this coin. She brings this out. He's like, I use a coin just like this whenever I'm trading with the Turan Republic. And you're like, oh, the fucking Turan Republic. Uh, well, what do you say? Yeah. They have their own coins now. They're, they must be getting along pretty well. You know, they're trading with other nations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, this is this is good stuff. And then you start to hear, well, uh, if we do this, then the Turan Republic will just invade us again from the other side. Mm-hmm. And you go back to Suicode 1 and you're like, oh, yeah, we did kind of fake an invasion <laughs> to mm-hmm. the city states of Jalston to get them to occupy this. Oh, man. So, and then you go back a little further and they're like, well, we, do we want to make an alliance with them? They just, and you're like, fuck, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And you're the whole time you're like, yeah, I want to. I want to know. And you finally get to go over there, and then you're like, "I wonder what happened to the first hero." Well, let's just fucking find out then. Good, bad, bad nostalgia just goes. Hey, you remember this, right? Good nostalgia goes. Hey, you remember this? You, oh, you have more questions? Let me answer them for you. That 
is what just elaborate. Yeah, let me just flesh out some more. Another thing, and this is this is one of the personal reasons why this game is on my fucking wall. There are not one, not two, but three emotional, dramatic, heart-gripping moments in this game. A lead villain dies and a fucking marvelous splendor. A main character dies in tragedy. And two main characters from their own respective games meet the fuck up. And they're both like, hey, bro. Hey, man. That, that, I, goosebumps. Like, they can't see it, but goosebumps. <laughs> that is still on my Facebook wall right now. And that will be one of my most cherished pictures ever. Is the moment where the main character from Suikoden 2 goes, hey, or they tell the main character, hey, you need to go back to the Toran Republic. There's a pretty fucking awesome dude there, and his army and all his shit can help you out. And he goes, okay. And he goes to the fucking Toran Republic, and he meets the character from Suikoden 1, and he's just on a pier just fishing. And his fucking life bodyguard awesome fucking dude is standing there being like, yeah, you mm, hold on, man. You can't talk to that guy. And it's like, you as the player, me as the player was like, these people are fucking the most awesome people in their fucking games, and they're right by each other. And he just fucking turns his head and is like, hey, what's what up, up, man? And it's it, I love it. You're like, I love it. And the thing is, that small it, moment drew that much emotion I'm gonna, out of I'm me. Gonna, I'm gonna one-up you on this. I'm sorry. If you bring characters from Suicoden 1 in your party at this moment, mm-hmm. they all appropriately and differently lose their collective shits. Yep. If you bring Flick, he goes, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you bring, whoever you bring, they're going to be like, I, we found him. Yep. You know? Yep. They're like, he just fucking dipped, but we got your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, you can't get off the spear. <laughs> So from from out. all this stuff to the to the again bringing back fucking symphony music again and doing it so well, uh, the graphics, just everything about this game. This is a standalone. You can have it either way. You can play it as a sequel. You can play it as a continuation of a series that, that follows into other games, or you can go here. You go play Sweet Code and start it, finish it. You're done, and it's going to fucking rock your world. And I love it. And it made my number three fairly easily. So oh, that's not a thing I can't argue with at all because it made my number three as well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? So ditto. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Chris, you're number three. <laughs> um, so we go down. One. Yeah. Reason yeah. being, here we go. I, I can agree that two is probably a better game. It's also I haven't played it as recent. I played it, mm-hmm. but it's been a very long time. Yeah. So okay. I need to get a new playthrough, and I need to play through both of them. Actually, again. you can ram through but, C Code One with a hundred percent in about twenty hours. Yeah, thirty if you take your time. It hasn't mm. been that long since I played it. Yeah, but I do before I play too. I want to actually sit down and do back to back. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Just so and it's all fresh. That is the most appropriate. Now, I don't know how you're going to do it, emulation or what, but there is a glitch that you may want to be aware of when you're loading into C Code Two. Where the first letter of your character's name in Suicoden 1 will overwrite the first letter. That's right. I forgot about that. Name in Suicoden 2. So if you want him to be named appropriately, you'll need to name him something that starts with M. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. A big capital M. Yeah. So, but yeah, Suicoden, it's the mechanics of the game overall, the not even 
focusing on the story part, but the combat was fun. Doing the combos was fun. Doing the large scale battles, I love those. Mm-hmm. I want a game that's just those. Mm-hmm. I enjoy those so much. Um, doing meeting all the characters, all the stars, that was awesome. And having you know all that we talked about all the story that's behind characters and whatnot in it, and seeing the castle grow. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm I'm causing these changes by meeting these people and mm-hmm. it's not just random people, you know, I'm sure you have elevator guy. Yeah. But it's he's the best fucking elevator guy in that <laughs> world though. And he's like, I'm gonna build some I like shit the elevator guy in two yeah. a little bit better, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, just meeting all these characters and having them not just feel generic and random. You know, they actually impact what you're doing mm-hmm. um all that so many good mechanics and then you have the story on top of it mm-hmm. round it out i'm just gonna clarify again that despite my crawfish my veracity that's no, that's no this, this ain't no crawfish that's no something too fake despite the veracity at which I will attack Suicoden for trying to step up to Chrono Trigger's level. It's a fucking awesome game. Yes, it yep. is. And it belongs... It, you know what? You want to put it on the list? Fucking it belongs there. Yeah, it's your list, man. It's but your, it but definitely... your, it, any list that includes some of the best RPGs of all time, it'll make it. It is a damn good game. The sequel is better in every regard. Except for the ability to move diagonally. But we don't talk about that. <laughs> so Except the running. Chrono Trigger is involved. Unless it's trying to take Chrono's spot. <laughs> or Final Fantasy VI's spot. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cool. Sweet Coden 1. Have you. Little sidebar. Have you played Sweet Coden 3 or 5? No. I did not know they existed until like okay. a year ago. Sweet Coden 3. Is garbage. Very different from the first two and not as good. But it does take your transfer from your save. So your C code one save can go into two and that will go into three and it pulls from both. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, there are some very good, it's the latest chronologically. It takes place 15 years after two. Very good game. Five is the best game since C code two. Okay. In the series, uh, and it was not good enough for Michael to finish. Yeah, but I think he Sorry. may end up going back through it again later on. Yeah, I, I plan to give it another and, shake. Uh, it is a. Very I can't good have the fucking song. Soul Leader rune tattooed on me and not give a, a sweet golden <laughs> game a proper go around, except for four, because I have it on good authority that four is pretty shit. Four is ooh, the worst in the series, but it does have a Soul Leader in it, so I think you should play. Oh it. fuck because you! Fuck you! There. So uh, I give you God of War. You give me Sweet Golden Four. Ah, <laughs> I gave you three notches on your wall. Man. <laughs> So it's about time you gave me one. I did. You're welcome, Persona 5. There you go. Yep. But uh, just knowing that you like Suicoden as well, that's, you know, and I do have both of them if you'd like to borrow one. Uh, Another sidebar as well, and then I'm going to roll in my number two. Uh, I... 
a lot of good RPGs are known and talked about, and I'm talking from my personal talking to people physically in real life, not on a forum, not not reading and watching videos. It's still it is a genuine Greek tragedy that Sweet Coden today is not talked about at the levels that it should be. I'll hear people talk about Sweet Coat and they'll say, I've heard of the name. That's about as close as I get. Mm-hmm. I rarely find the person that's like, oh, I played that. It's more like, yeah, I think that's supposed to be like some obscure RPG. Yeah, it, it, it's sad that it's still that way because it is up there. Uh, my number two, man, come on, guys. My number two and one, I'm not going to fuck around with this at all. I'm not fucking around. Let's get this shit done. Colonel Trigger's my number two. Final Fantasy VI is my number one. This is no surprise to the people that listen to the podcast before, uh, and Adam and I have definitely talked about us having multiple conversations about this. It all boils down to personal preference, yep. and it's really, really minuscule, minute, nobody else gives a shit why reasons why I pick six over Chrono Trigger. Both are fucking masterpieces yep. in the RPG we, world. We've had it out, and it's it's beat for beat. They're both looking you know, neck and neck the whole way, and it comes mm-hmm. down to literal perf- or personal preference. I feel like if this was supposed to be some debate where people actually cared about it, that I would be all just fire and brimstone, just shouting down why <laughs> six beats Chrono Trigger at the end of the day when they shut the doors. I'm like a fucking wrestler. I'm those two are button, they're rubbing elbows. Ah, they think we hate each other. Yeah, we're like fucking twins almost. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Chrono Trigger. Awesome sprite artwork, memorable music, all the fucking way around. Awesome battle mechanics. Uh, the uh, the uh, try uh, uh, try attack shit. I'm forgetting it. What is it, Adam? The the battle mechanic is the, the dual tech. The dual text. the dual tech system. Jesus, thank you dual for bailing me out of that text. fire. Uh, the the fact that this game is this is something else we talked about recently. We've having a hard time trying to find this in, in other games. The fact that they put time travel directly into the storyline and do it damn near perfect. They do it majestically. It all makes sense. It all ties in. Uh, Technically, Final Fantasy VIII had time travel. Oh God, get out of my face with this! <laughs> Don't sully Chrono Trigger talk with Final Fantasy VIII talk. Come on, man. Much and again, this goes for all. It goes for pretty much all of these. I would be hard pressed to find flaws and bad things to talk about. I was impressed when I was, you know, a young teenager playing Chrono Trigger. I was impressed in my middle teens, I mean, in my middle twenties. I played it a few, a couple years ago. I was impressed then. Take all that, copy paste to Final Fantasy VI. Uh, I love both of these. I think they're both awesome. It's just I, for whatever, who cares reason, I just pick six over. It doesn't fucking matter. They're both fucking stellar. Uh, Anything good you say about one can almost universally be translated over. The battle systems are different. But equal, mm-hmm. you, know, so you know, you got the you got the dual tech system in Chrono Trigger. You have the Espers in Final Fantasy VI. I mean, you can find one for one across the board. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's it for my list, Pick man. Pick your poison, and that, yeah. you know what? Mine is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. As you could probably tell if you've ever listened to this podcast before, mm-hmm. especially last episode. <laughs> yep. So Chris, all right, there's the so I'll be the truth. different one uh, again. Haven't played any of those through to completion, so mm-hmm. they're not on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two is uh, Adam's number five, Final Fantasy VII. I uh, 
this game, it just it's one of the first RPGs I've played, aside from my number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it stuck with me. I just could not put the game down. I put hundreds of hours into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Really, the biggest... The biggest thing for me was materia system. Yeah. The ability to choose all your different materia, combine them in all these different ways, have different effects depending on which, you know, weapon or armor. It just completely changed the dynamic of it. You know, you want to do 64 nights of the round, go for it. Yeah. You know, you want to just elemental attack, you know, be a sword wielding badass, which... He is anyway, but yeah, you can do that. You know, added effect, et cetera, multi-cut. Yeah. It's, you can play how you want to play. Like you talk you talk about some RPGs around this time, and they're like, well, if you want fire, you have fire magic. You have earth magic. And then Seven's like, yeah, we also have support materials. You have yeah. two times, four times, W summon. Uh, just the list goes and on. The way it's you like, could chain them together. Yes. To yep. Combination. So you want to do added effect uh, steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you do... Um, cut all and yeah. you steal from all of them simultaneously yep. oh um, man I, you know, just little shit like that and that's one of thousands of combinations yeah. you want to auto revive hey final attack phoenix yep <laughs> every time you go down you come back up bring the whole party back yeah. up with you if you need to interior yeah. system is fucking awesome man yeah that let's, system. Let's hope alone, they do it justice in the remake. Yeah, that's that's why I said in the remake. If that's not in there, I I don't know if I'll play the game. Yeah, I just it's the staple for me. And aside from everything else, that's great about the game. Yeah, you know things we've already talked about, but it's just an amazing system. It is. It really, really is. Play it now. Yeah, right, right now. Pause the right, podcast. Fuck it, stop the podcast. <laughs> play the thing and then come back. So then the world. Okay, now you can hang So the world is interested, Chris, the number one. All right. So my number one game, and I, I I will say I thought long and hard about bumping this down because I was like, you know, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to let go. Mm-hmm. I started thinking about it, and I couldn't. And my number one is still Lunar, Lunar. I Silver knew it was Star. coming. Yep. Sega CD version, mm-hmm. not the PlayStation Scum. <laughs> Y'all better remember that. When I put the email out there and ask y'all what this is, y'all better be telling me it's this because there is a specific version that he prefers. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the story of the game is a fairly traditional type story, you know, damsel in distress type thing. But then you have all these other things going on as you progress through that. You know, the underlying story behind why this damsel's in distress, mm-hmm. why you're running into these people. Um, the, the the story dynamics of all your party members as you get them. Yeah. Their the individual stories. Yes. yes. Their pairings, their relationships, their ups and downs in those relationships. Um, along with a combat system which was a standard rpg combat system attack magic item etc except for when it came to magic not only did each character have their own type thing um pretty much some had a little bit of overlap but overall they had a specialty and some of them were completely different Hmm. kyle rolled dice that was his thing he didn't cast spells he rolled dice um the uh your healer had healer magic of course but your main character, you had uh, pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. And then you had your special spells you got as you went through a story. 
Um, and for the most part, they were all pretty useful. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you get more powerful versions, you know, they're going to trump it, but yeah, it was. That game is a true gem in any form that you can play it. Um, but I will. One of the things that stood out to me was mm-hmm. how well done the villain was. Yeah. How extremely well done the villain was. They, they made it to where you have a very clear understanding of why he's doing exactly what he's mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing that I, I loved about the Lunar series is that, you know, in the next game, they make it crystal clear mm-hmm. what the first game was trying to push. Like, mm-hmm. this dude wasn't an asshole. He was just misguided. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, fucking love that game. Yeah. the And keeping in mind, this is Sega CD. Yeah. This is way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then you have the cutscenes you do. You have the music you do. Um, this is still, I've mentioned this before, when you look at my music playlist, you know, I pull my WinApp playlist, you will find almost no game music because that's yeah. not what I do. I don't listen to the music in game. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to it as I play, but I don't I don't care, mm-hmm. if you will. I don't focus on it. It's not a mainstay. Um, I've played games completely muted before. I don't care. I'm there for the gameplay. Uh, but the opening song to mm-hmm. Lunar is on that playlist because mm-hmm. it just it's, it's catchy. It's really good. Um I want to add something in here. This is just a random thing. This is not taken away from yours at all. But I want to share with you because you can respect this, uh, having said what you just said. I had a moment today where, so I had a, I have an MP3 player at the office at work. And mm-hmm. when me and Adam are on break, well, we sit down and talk a lot. And I just have the radio playing random songs on my MP3 player. It has like eight, nine hundred different songs on it. I have five Persona 5 songs on there. <laughs> so him and I are sitting down having a conversation about, uh, it might have been Resident Evil, I don't remember. But we're both relaxing, enjoying some break off from some fucking hard work. And some 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 of the easy listening Persona 5 music comes on. And I'm in this office talking with a friend about video games with P5 music playing in the background. I'm like, this is the fucking life right here. Mm-hmm. I can think of many games that have good game music like that, but you know what I mean. Persona Vibe music just fits like it. It fits where it's supposed to fit. It's just it was awesome. So yeah. So number one, yep. Lunar. Couldn't bump it down. Yep, I, I like thought that. about it. Could not bump it down. That lets you know it sticks. Yep. It stays. And I think that the difference in that is just like only where it was in the heart. You know? Yeah, Lunar hit me. Hit me hard, and that's why it's up there. But so did the five above it. Mm-hmm. It apparently got you a little bit earlier and got mm-hmm. a deeper spot. <laughs> yeah, and, and I can respect that because it punches hard. It's a great fucking game. So there you have it, folks. That is our end of time cast and the current cast, current time, current games, all that shit. Uh, as we'll this change episode. this shit up tomorrow. Yeah, it'll change up. <laughs> we'll get a we'll get a sixth person to come around later, or a fifth person, and we'll have another. Another one, but yeah, we do plan sometime in the future. It won't be anytime soon because we're going to have to add five more games individually, but we're going to come to a, uh, like most of our episodes like this, an end of time cast debate discussion. 
this one will probably be one of the more heated ones because, uh, <laughs> I mean, these are RPGs. Like I said before, these, this is our wheelhouse. We can talk very proficiently about these types of games. So uh, what about you, audience? What 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 are the RPGs that you like to have uh, up in a list somewhere? If you were to sit down and make a list of top 10, top 15, whatever RPGs, where would they be? Uh, now, I do realize that our list was very short, but we knew we had a – we're going to have a couple guests. We're going to be live in here. We knew we were going to run long as this episode is running long so uh we could totally we could each do a 15 list no problem but just for time we 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 just really couldn't if you could what would your top 15 be and why i'm guaranteeing that with us only doing five games there were one if not a few games that you love that didn't make our list that's fine it's our list it's understandable but tell us why your games made your list we want to know stuff like that we're interested to hear your opinions on great times you've had in games you know those emotional times those heartbeat moments those times that go this is a reason why this game is a is a masterpiece why it stays in my mind and my heart we love hearing stuff like that especially with rpgs because that's a passion of definite passion of us uh if anything else you heard in this episode that you'd like to chime in and talk about, you know, we'd love to hear any and all feedback from you, as always. And there are many ways you can do that. We have a Facebook page. You can go to Facebook and search for End of Time Cast. It'll take you right to us. It should might be how you find this episode right here. We have an email. You can email us at endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. No funny numbers in there. Just spell it as you heard it. We have a Twitter page. You can tweet us, retweet us, however you choose to get a hold of us, however you choose to ask us questions, comments, concerns concerns gripes whatever we love to hear feedback again feedback from an audience is exactly why we do this podcast we don't always just want to talk to you we want to talk with you and share gaming experiences like the ones we had today so uh that's it that's it for tonight's episode and uh until next time i'm michael i'm chris and i'm adam good night everybody